Sportsnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Barry Thank you guys for being here. Today is Monday. I don't know why I'm talking like this. What is happening? Hello. Today is Monday, January 30th. Yeah, 2023's episode number 500 and, I'm sorry, 605. I'm dyslexic. Uh, it's episode 605. Of this fine program. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hello, peeps. Uh, hope you had a good uh, NFL Conference Championship weekend. Um, I was busy. I was busy, and then I was not busy on Sunday. I did not a damn thing. I was exhausted. Uh, but I did watch some football. We had some good football. We had some not-so-good football. Um, you know, the football gods giveth, the football gods taketh away. So, you know, you, you, you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. And there you have the facts of life. Uh, all right. I was going to get my slides done. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, kind of an uneventful weekend from a sports perspective, except for the two conference championship games, not a lot of news. So the headlines are kind of sparse and thin. However, exit interviews do begin now in the NFL. So you're going to start seeing some more movement. You're going to start seeing some more, uh, coaches getting hired and fired or let go. If it hasn't happened already, uh, we'll see what happens here in Houston, Texas. Now that the 49ers have officially been eliminated, uh, from contention for the Super Bowl, uh, will D'Amico Ryan's, in fact, be the next head coach of your Houston Texans rock and roll touchdown Texans? You know, Vandermeer didn't get to say that a lot. Uh, so we'll see. And I'm, I'm curious, Chad, are you convinced that D'Amico Ryan's is the answer? Are you excited about this, if that's who it is? Uh, so let me know in the chat when we get to that topic. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, but we will get to that topic uh, in just a second. But, you know, we always start the show with two ways. We always start the show uh, with the chat and then with headlines. Uh, no dubs. We're not doing an Australian Open update. It's, yeah, Australia's open. It's been open for a while. So there you go. There's your update. Uh, breaking news. Boop, boop, boop. I don't have a gr breaking. Let's see. Nope, that's not it. Uh, breaking news. I, oh. Breaking news. The country, continent, both. Australia is open. Their hours are Monday through Friday, whenever to wherever. 
And now I'm just quoting Shakira lyrics. Okay. Uh, all right, let's do this. Let's start our show like we always do with the chat. We'll get into our sports headlines. Uh, don't forget, we've got Jenny's mom joining us at 315 today to shoot the breeze. We'll talk a little bit about, um, I've got some, uh, one in particular, I've got one basketball story that we absolutely have to get to. It is the it is the demand of the journalism the journalist in me that we discuss this uh, basketball story. So it, it's important, and I know some of you don't like it, but I don't care. Wait, why does Stephen the weather guy say an open marriage? What? I'm starting the show with the present tense of the shit. Oh, well done. Uh, good for you. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't understand what open marriage is. What is that? Why are you uh why are you bringing up open marriage? I don't No. All right, so let's oh cuz uh, open Australia. Well, you tried. Okay. Uh All right, let's get to the shit. For those of you that are new Stop it. I hate that. I still need to fix that. For those of you that are new to the program and don't know the shit is how we start shows. The shout out to the chat is not the past tense of shit. That is how we say hello to the most important people on this program, and that is you, the people watching at home or driving, which you shouldn't be doing, but uh, or you know whatever. I will say that the chat uh, early was dominated. Uh, nay, I say was overrun with Alan Denson and uh, Christopher Reyes chopping it up. Brian Pettit was in early, so that was good to see. I think he was the. First in the chat, so he's the greatest deckhead in the history of the world for like the next two hours, and then it's back to just regular old ass Brian. Uh, but Brian was in, Chris Reyes is in, Alan Denson is in early, so that was good to see those three chopping it up. And then along comes Jeff Bell and his slow white Bronco saying hello. Uh, so Jeff Bell, good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here as well, my friend. Where to go? There we go. Cisco is in simulcasting live in the Fredericksburg Walmart without headphones. Oh, it's on and popping. Go. Are you are you in Walmart pooping now? Is that what I understand? Oh, boy, that's a mistake. You're going to get butt disease. Uh, Alan Denson over under 215 today. Well, go fuck yourself, Alan Denson. Okay. Um, what's up, Eric J. Bryant? Good to see you. Nick Gamboa is here. Hello. Uh, Steven, the weather guy checked in. John Dory showed up early. That's good to see. Alex Villanueva. I have a bone to pick with you. I'm just kidding. I really don't. Hey, homo astrophysics. Appreciate you. Uh, Philip Barnard is here. Christopher Reyes, I got. Terrence showed up. Thank you for being here, Terrence. Oh, look what the cat dragged in. Drugged in, drugged and drove, brought in. Okay. Uh, truck driver Pookie back from vacay. Probably needs a vacay from vacay. You ever do that? You ever go on vacation and you're so fucking exhausted from vacation because you partied so hard or you ended up walking a lot? I always do that where... Uh, I'm more, I need a vacation when I get back from vacation. I'm that exhausted. So what Nora and I started to do a couple years ago, when we do go on vacation, we always bake in a day after at least one, if not two days to rest and recuperate. We get home, we don't do shit. So that's a, that's a pro tip for you youngsters that are just starting your, uh, corporate careers and will be taking vacations. Bake in some extra time because you will be exhausted as you get older. But it's good to see you, Truck Driver Pookie. I hope you and the fam had fun. The pictures on the Discord were amazing. Um, drunk all the time. No surprise. This is a guy who pre-gamed 
in a parking lot by himself a a 32 ounce of Schlitz malt liquor before going into Boiling Dragon to do a fantasy draft. So him being drunk the whole time in Mexico, not a shock. Uh, what's up, Meemsters? Good to see you, sweet. Thank you for being here. Uh, I got Alex. I got uh, Philip Bernard. I got him. Hey, what's up? Oh, who else did I miss? Hey, what's up, Papa Bain? See you pimping. Thanks for being here. Uh, who else is in? Uh, hey, what's up, Flip? My man. What's up, Flip? Flipper Rooney? Flipperoo. Uh, Uriel, <coughs> excuse me, Uriel Villanueva's here. Flip made me choke. <coughs> All right, I'm just being dramatic. Uh, it's good to see Flip. Thank you for being here, buddy. Uriel, uh, my man, thank you for showing up. Papa Bane, I got you, Dad. What's up, man? Just put a couple of spritz of cool water on. I'm ready. Oh, the. Oh, I was like, okay. I prefer my water room temperature, but okay. Now, cool, cool water. Got it. Got it. Uh, I'm sure this episode will have all kinds of opinions coming from chat. Oh, thousands. Thousands. What's up, FJ? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, who else is here? You dab. I got FJ. I got Christy. What's up, girl? She said, Womp. What's up, PB Dubs? Good to see you. Uh, Dick Willie's in the building. Breakdance news. No. Um, Cisco. Dick Willie's and LeBron or Bev. No, not that. Uh, the the basketball news, you'll just have to wait and see. It's super muy importante, though. Uh, all right, who else is here? Uh, uh, wait a second. Oh, what's up, Keith? Good to see you, buddy. Hey, Keith Sager's in the building. A long time, brother. DJ Maddie showed up. Uh, Jared Taylor is here. Homo Astros fans in the building. Thank you again for the 100 bits. Uh, the cleaning lady just finished cleaning. That's the best time to poop. Uh, at a Walmart. I mean, actually, there's never a good time to poop at the Walmart. Uh, I seen it. What you seen, Dave? What you seen? What you seen? Oh, the the drunkenness. Did anyone see Mahomes and the ref trade jerseys after the game? No. Uh, I was just a good Samaritan. There was a guy in the handicap shop and scooters. Okay. Hey, what's up, Mark G? Good to see you. Breaking news. Barry Lavinick is the new coach for the Denver Broncos. I wish. Shit, I wish. But I'd have that franchise humming uh what's up alan said alan said i so needed this today thank you oh cool hey what's up Palmer? Good to see you, buddy. All right. we're all caught up with the chat let's start with our sports headlines for the day let's go all righty your sports headlines for the day uh if you missed it Dallas, I, I originally put a headline where Dallas uh, does not renew the contract or doesn't bring back Kellen Moore. No, that didn't last long. I had to update it. The Chargers, oh boy, I got a little, uh, a little blood thing from doing my edge up, which I still need some work on, but getting better. I lasered it again. Um, yeah, it didn't take long. Hey, what's up, Perry? Thank you for the lurk, buddy. Good to see you, honey. Yo, it's real, real. In the building. Hello, Lisa. How are you, sweetie? Thank you for joining. Thank you for being here. Good to see you. Uh, always good to see you. Uh, hey, Perry. No worries, bro. I know y'all got work to do, but I appreciate the lurk and the you know keeping it on, keeping the keeping the lights on, keeping the views up. I appreciate that, fam. Uh, yeah, Chargers waste no time going out and getting uh, a new OC for Justin Herbert and that offense. They go out and get Kellen Moore who I guess Cowboy Nation had fallen 
out of love with, which kind of, I, I don't know if this makes sense to me. I want to look it up. Um, I'm curious where, how long has Kellen Moore been there and where that offense has ranked the entire time that he's been there? Because it's one of those things where, look, I get it. Sometimes you get out coach. Sometimes you outsmart yourself. You make bad decisions, but in the grand scheme of things, no pun intended, um, guys don't forget how to coach like that. Guys just don't go, oh, one minute I'm a great offensive coordinator. The next minute, I'm not. It, it, there's, a lot, there's a lot that factors into it. Why is my nose itching? Who's talking shit about me? My nose is itching. Um, offensive coordinator from 2019 to 2022. So let's go to the stats. And let's just see like um, where, and I get it, regular season versus postseason is completely different. I do understand this. But let's look at regular season 2019 team stats. Um, boy. Okay, that's 2019. Let's do 2020 regular season. Uh, oh, I guess we could just... Uh, oh, yeah, okay. I just duplicate this. That would be the uh, easy and smart way to do it. No one ever accused me of being smart. And let's see. Duplicate. Duplicate. Okay. Easy peasy. 2021. Oh, that's postseason. 2021 regular season. 2022 regular season. So let's take a gander, shall we? Let's take a gander and see uh, just how good or bad Dallas's offense was under Kellen Moore uh, for the four years that he was there, 2019 to 2022. And I have not looked this up, so I don't know. I don't have any, um, you know preconceived notions of what we're going to see. I just kind of have the idea that Dallas's offense has been good for a while now. Some of that is Dak. Some of that is Zeke. Now, Tony Pollard. Some of that is just the weapons that they had. CeeDee Lamb. O-line for a while was magnificent. Not so much now, but for a while, it was one of the best, if not the best, in the NFL. So let's see what Kellen Moore bring or brought to the table for four years in Dallas. Here you go. Uh, 2019. During the regular season, Cowboys averaged the most yards per game of anybody in football. Now, I always say this when I show numbers or stats like this. I We can look at these things, but what I care about most is points per game because that's what wins and loses games. So how 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 effective is the offense? You can, you can go up and down the field all day long, but if you can't convert in the red zone, uh, it don't matter. So Dallas, from a scoring perspective, 27 points a game, one, two, three, four, five, sixth in the NFL scoring offense. Uh, and that was behind the Ravens, the Niners, the Saints, the Bucks, and the Chiefs. <clears throat> so uh, Kellen Moore had Dallas as one of the six best offenses in football in 2019 from a scoring perspective. 2020, uh, pretty significant dip there in yards per game. Uh, but let's see from a points per game perspective. Uh, yeah, pretty significant drop there as well. 24.7 a game, but not even in the top 10. Uh, middle of the pack at best in 2020. So a so-so offense. Uh, 2021, back on top again. 407 yards per game and outscored everybody. 31.2 points per game. Then again, this year, eh, not quite top 10 yards per game and points per game fourth. So they averaged 33, uh, 24, 31, and uh, 27. 
pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, you know, yeah, some credit to the players, but I don't know. But I guess the Cowboys need to do something different. Needed to make a change. I think maybe they they have some ideas of who they want and, and what they're in love with out there as far as OCs or young guys coming up. So I guess, you know, change is good, but change just for the sake of change doesn't make sense sometimes, uh, especially when it comes to your coaching staff. Just making a change for no reason. Now, what we don't know is perhaps, and, and I don't know this, but and maybe you have theories on it, Cowboy fan. What is wrong with my nose? Oh, my God. It's just like this, like I like there's a, a piece of fuzz or something. Uh, Brady would look great in a star. Ugh. Boy, I would hate that. Um, Dak slacks. No, I look. My thing is, um, change just to make a change doesn't make a lot of sense. If you feel like that, you know that he's lost the confidence in 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 his offense, or maybe he's. Um, you know, law, his philosophy has changed and it's worse or whatever. But just to be like, well, we sucked. We're gonna clean house, except for Mike McCarthy. I, I think you need a reason. So I don't know if they have a great reason, but they have their reasons. So Kellen Moore out, uh, no longer the OC in Dallas, but immediately, immediately gets a job with another team who has had a tough go of it getting to and having success in the playoffs. So interesting there. Yes, Chris, that's true. Where is CC? Uh, Mike McCarthy will be taking over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good luck. I mean, good luck with that. I don't know. I mean, he's I, Mike McCarthy is one of those guys had some success. I, I, I'm done. Uh, she's somewhere cold. Is she? Is she? Did she go somewhere? Did she go on vacay? Oh, did she travel? Oh, gotcha. Hey, what's up, my sweet, sweet Donna? Good to see you. Uh, busy, busy in Wichita Falls. There you go. Uh, enjoy the waterfalls. They're beautiful this time of year. Is there is there waterfalls in Wichita Falls? I don't think there is. Why is it called? Why is it called Wichita Falls? And that is not how you spell Wichita, you idiot. Uh, oh, wow. Encyclopedia Britannica has a, a a website. What We don't need that. We have Wikipedia Britannica. Why do they call it Wichita Falls? Donna, can you find out? Do you know? Are there falls there? Mm, two of the great L. Nope. 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 Founded the in Wichita Indians. Oh, named for the Wichita Indians and the Low Water River Falls that existed there until 1886. Okay. So no no waterfalls in Wichita Falls. I feel cheated. Uh, all right, Dak will bend over for McCarthy more than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know what? I think I don't know if I agree necessarily with the sentiment that everybody in Dallas, we always say, like, oh, Jerry needs a yes man. And I think he does. But I think those guys, if you're good at what you do, and maybe that's why we'll never see Sean Payton in Dallas because he would never kiss Jerry Jones's ass. Maybe that's why you'd never see certain. I mean, well, Bill Parcells went there. I don't know. I think maybe is the yes man thing overrated? Is the uh, that you know uh, pecking order 
that we tend to put that label on Dallas. Is that overrated? I don't know. Um, she's in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Oh, Lord Jesus. That's ugh, that's awful. Oh, it's a sleet and ice up there. Oh, no. Are we already talking about how bad the Cowboys will be next year? I'm here for it. No, we're just talking about the changes that they made. Uh, Kellen Moore out. And now the Chargers pick him up, which I do think is ironic, given the fact that both uh, teams have struggled mightily to have some success in the playoffs, and they, they're just swapping OCs. It'd be great if Dallas went out and got the Chargers OC. How hilarious would that be? By the way, Chargers offense this past year was scoring offense was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 13. 13th. Now they did have some, you know, Injuries and whatnot, but yeah, 13. So Justin Herbert, speaking of, had surgery on his non-throwing shoulders, expected to be ready to go by uh, the spring. Uh, former Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett was arrested for public intoxication this weekend um, in Dallas. So he fits right in. He'd make a great cowboy. I'm glad CeCe's not here. Um, he, uh, he apparently got drunk and was go- walking around a neighborhood banging on doors. Hey! Where's Susan at? Now, I don't know what he was saying, but that would be, I feel like that would be like the most, you know, like you're looking for an ex, you know what I mean? Like, or you're either lost, but a lot of times when you get drunk, you have that, you know what? I miss Susan and I'm going to go find her and I'm going to tell her I love her. <laughs> I'll be back. And then they just go walking around the neighborhood. Where's Susan at? When you're just banging on doors. <laughs> Love you. Apparently that's what Stetson Bennett did. I guess. I don't know. It could be rumor. I may have made that up. I mean, the fact that he got arrested is true. Uh, and the fact that he was walking around a Dallas neighborhood uh, banging on doors is true. And yeah, but I don't I don't know the reason other than alcohol was the reason. Um, so yeah, not good though. I mean, you this was a guy that was probably going to get drafted. He was the, um, I mean, obviously back-to-back national titles for Georgia. Uh, he won some sort of award for the Sugar Bowl. I don't know. It was like quarterback of the year, but I don't know what the hell the award was called. Um, but not a good look. Not a good look before the draft. Not that that's going to change anything. Laramie Tunsil hitting, ripping bongs in a gas mask. I mean, worse shit has happened to players before the draft and getting all, you know, hopped up on Mountain Dew and and going crazy in a neighborhood. Not a great look. Probably going to cost him some money um, besides the whole getting arrested part. But Hey, what's up, Steve Luther? Good to see you, buddy. I don't know why people want to talk to me at work. I'm trying to watch my show, damn it. I love it. He's like, I am busy. My program is on. I love it. You sound like a you sound like a seventy five year old grandpa. Hey, I'm watching my stories. Leave me alone. Get my nap. Watch my stories, and I'll be good. Alex said he was celebrating the national championship. He's been on a bender since then. That would be hilarious. All right, rest of the uh, sports headlines for uh, got that NFL has told the teams. Uh, th- this is according to sources. NFL has said that the salary cap will increase about 16 million, a little over 16 million, up to 224.8 million. So, do with that what you wish. I wish the salary cap 
here in the Laminac household would increase ladies. We have a Shelby sighting in the chat. Yay! What's up, Shelfsters? Good to see you, sweetie. First of all, thank you for the 500 bits. Uh, and great to see you. Uh, welcome back. We always miss you. And uh, it's good to have you in the chat. It is. I feel like the gang's getting all back together here for a minute. This is awesome. Got some folks showing up we hadn't seen in a while. Real, real. Lisa popped in. Shelby is popped in. Uh, who else uh, that's not normally here that popped in? There was one other uh, that I was surprised to see. Oh, Christy. Yeah, Christy. Uh, all the ladies. All the ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Yeah, all the ladies popping in to say hello. It's good to see that. Uh, thank you, guys. And, and gals, I guess I should say. Uh, but it's good to see you, Shelby. Thank you for being here. Shelby making it rain. She showed in. Look at that. 500 bits. Thank you, sweetie. Hey, and by the way, Morph Games, thank you for the follow four hours ago and getting the tables. Thank you for the follow three days ago, if that is your real name. They're probably not even listening. All right, so there's your sports headlines. Let's get to it. Let's talk a little NFL football. Hey, what's up, Dr. Dre on 290? Uh, Catfish is... Oh, I didn't even say what's up to Catfish. What's up, Catfish? Catfish, is it play calling or is it Dak having a taco between his legs? Wow. Wow. That was aggressive. That was super aggressive. I like... I mean, Dr. Dre on 290 absolutely hates Dak. Uh, and Catfish says, I think it was more that the Cowboys have been stomping bad teams, kind of padding stats, but play calling is crucial in game moments and has been lackluster. I mean, look, you can blame it on play calling, and I'm not a Dak hater. I've, I've been a Dak supporter, just like I have been a Kirk Cousins supporter but to the, you know, to the detriment of my reputation on both. Um, but Kellen Moore didn't throw all them interceptions, okay? That wasn't his fault. That was 100% on Dak. I'm well, 80% of the time, those interceptions were Dak's fault. Bad decisions. You give him a play, there's a ton ton of, you know, routes to run. Pick the right guy. Pick someone open. Don't throw into double coverage. Don't throw, don't just throw it up. So, um, I don't think you can fully blame all of that on play calling. I mean, I'm not, I, I didn't watch every Cowboy game, so I'm sure there were times when you're like, why are you running that? Uh, but not every time. So, hey, uh, Josh, guys. <laughs> 713 in the building, buddy. Thank you for the 500 bits, and it was great to see you uh, this weekend. I got to pause for the cause. I got to say what's up, and thank you uh, to Josh and to Christopher Reyes and to uh, Robert Likes Beer. Uh, and who else? Uh, uh, who did I miss? Potch? Uh, who, by the way, sat at the bar and not with the deckheads. That was a very uh, 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 boss move to do that. But 713 Hooligan brought a buddy. Uh, so they came out to the comedy show this weekend at Hop Scholar. Robert brought his lovely wife. Christopher Reyes brought his uh, beautiful girlfriend. Potch uh, brought his beard drinking A-game thing. Uh, but it's always good to see the deckheads. It's always Heck good yeah. to see the deckheads uh, uh, come out to comedy shows, especially local ones that they can make it to. So uh, thank you guys one and all. And that was that was 713 Hooligans' first uh, comedy show that he had been to. So I'm glad you had a good time, man. I'm glad I was able to get you your Barry on Deck whiskey as well. So that's taken care of. Uh, but yeah, it was a fun show, and I, I hope everybody enjoyed Heck it. Yeah. And I appreciate everybody that came out. Uh, holy shit, we got a hype train going? Oh, my God. 
Oh my god, look at all this happening right now. Uh, 713 Hooligan, thank you for the 500 bits. Q-Dab. Thank you for the 50 bits. Joel just resubscribed for 11 months. I don't know if you know this, but that's almost a damn year. That's almost a whole... Okay, what is happening? Okay, well, my, my conductor hat now looks like a fucking beret. Uh, Joel, thank you for the resub, buddy. Hills just resubscribed. We are in the home stretch of our third trimester. Yes, we are, Hills. Yes, we are. You better come up with a name for our stream, baby, Hills. Hey, Dre, uh, for the No Timeout Mondays. Thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Uzi, thank you for the 96. You like. Chin, thank you for the 100 bits. Crazy, crazy. We're level two of the hydro. I brought a shot glass. Glass just in case. Hey, what's up, Ryan? Good to see you, buddy. Ryan just stopping in to check out my lovely deck. I wore this beret just for you. You know, it's a very Euro thing to do. Uh, so yeah, I uh, I did it just for you, pal. I did it just for you. Can't really see. Uh, who else showed up that I didn't say hey to? Hey, what's up, Nikki? Good to see you, sweetie. Uh, train in your face. Wait, where did there was somebody, somebody else I needed to say. Oh, get the table. My bad. Yeah, man, I appreciate the follow. I, I think I followed you back, right? I think that's what, is that how that worked? Hold on. Where is it? Where the hell is it? Uh, am I following? I think I'm following. Yes, I am. Okay. I almost hit unfollow. Uh, but appreciate you, man. Thank you for being here. Hey, what's up, Jim? Good to see you, my friend. Thank you for the... 69. I like it. <laughs> Appreciate the bits, buddy. Shelby, thank you for 300 bits. Oh, my God. Uh, he did hit that 50 and said I'm sitting sideways, just like my beret. Okay. This is the stupidest looking beret thing I've ever done in my whole life. I do a lot of ridiculous shit on the show. Wearing this hat like this might be one of them. Okay. Not not very smooth today. Uh, but hey, thank you guys for this badass hype train. It's 65% of a level two hype train. I feel my nipples getting hard already. <laughs> thank you guys. I love you guys. But again, uh, shout out to all the deckheads that came out uh, to the comedy show this weekend. Uh, much appreciate the love and support there. I always appreciate the love and support in the chat online. Uh, it's good to see you all. Happy Monday. Let's have a great week. Cheers. I wish I had like a sound effect where I could be all ding, like it hit the camera, but I don't. So I'll just go ding. That was real. Mm. Oh, that was so smooth. Ah, smooth. Where's the dude that thinks he's funny? Uh, which one, Ryan? Which one are you talking about? There was, uh, who, oh, I, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, there was one guy that was trying to, like, crack jokes or some shit like that. Yo, what's up, Marty? Oh, you're talking about Trey. Oh, Ryan. I love me some Trey, bro. Don't be hating on Trey. That dude's hilarious. He's so funny. Uh, but yeah, we only do a show with him once a month. It's at the end of the month, the last Wednesday of every month. I bring in my buddy Trey. We sit on the back patio, smoke cigars and drink whiskey and talk shit for a couple of hours. So uh, cigar man from the other night, he was uh, slating my lovely country. He's like that, though. He, he does it out of love, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> kiss my ass, Jay Cross. Jay Cross said, shit, I thought you were talking about Barry. 
Raggedy bitch. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Lord Jesus. Trey was really good. Trey's the best, man. He doesn't mean anything bad. God bless. What is the burping thing going on? Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, what did I miss? I feel like I missed something in the chat that I was supposed to say. Oh, Philip said, okay, I'm back. Phone calls. There you go. Uh, holding wood while watching. You are a dirty man, Ryan. You are a dirty, dirty man. By the way, what's up, Jim on Sports? I uh, didn't give you a shout out, but welcome to the show. All right, let's do this. Uh, let's talk some football. How much did you actually, how, how long did you last watching this? I watched uh, for like the first quarter. And then I'm a, well, yeah, you too, Jeff Bell. Hey, uh, Jeff, I appreciate you. Buddy. Thank you for the resub. That is nine months. Jeff, what are we calling our sub baby? What are we calling our stream baby? Uh, we got to come up with a name. We should call it John. No, 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 no. That's too simple. We'll call it Elway. How about that? Huh? We'll call our stream baby Elway. By the way, the hype train is done. Thank you, guys. Level three, or uh, sorry, level two hype train, three subs, and 1,765 <laughs> You guys are the tits. Uh, oh, damn. Wrong tab. I nutted in three minutes. <laughs> Man, you got some stamina. Three minutes? It's pretty good. Uh, I left after Josh Johnson came in the game. Mm, not bad. Shelby said I watched zero minutes. Yeah, once Brock Purdy got hurt and we knew he wasn't coming back, I was like, mm, ah, mm, I'm done. This is not going to be a good game. Yeah, and and I, uh, uh, oh, no, I did see it. I mean, I had it on, obviously, because it's my job to come in and talk about it and uh, and whatnot. But I, I was, you know, I was buzzing around doing shit. We were cooking, and I was making old fashions and smoking cigars and working on the laptop trying to get some shit done. And um, so I had, to, I had it on, but I was, you know, I wasn't 100% invested in it like I was this, the the Cincinnati uh, KC game. I was way more invested in that. But, yeah, once Brock Purdy got hurt, it was like, oh, shit, uh, this is not going to be good. And then they get down to uh, fifth string. I guess it's not even fifth string. It's just emergency quarterbacks at that. It was ugly. This, this, this game was never, uh, after the first quarter, really after Brock Purdy got hurt, it was never really in doubt after that. I mean, the Niners were absolutely atrocious, obviously one-dimensional, and, and that got even worse as the game went on and, and more quarterbacks got hurt. And um, and I loved, I absolutely loved, loved, loved uh, the choke slam. Like, who was it that said it? I'm glad I watched it because of the choke slam. I loved that because... You know what? You're pissed off. You know you ain't advancing. You know you ain't going to get fined and suspended from the Super Bowl. So I'm just going to be a angry person and start throwing people around. I don't give a shit. I don't blame them. I, I would be mad too if I got my ass whooped that badly in front of the entire world. Um, but that's a big man, and he had had enough of their bullshit. He was like, look, we're tired of getting bullied. I'm tired of y'all pushing us around. I'm tired of y'all beating us 31 to 7. And, you know, I mean, it wasn't even a pretty offensive game. Think about this for a second. There's the stats on the screen, by the way. If you're driving around and you're not looking, the stats are on the screen. Look at the offensive output for both teams. Obviously, 31 points seems like a lot, and it is. 
269 uh, total yards of offense for the Eagles, 164 for the Niners. Um, the, the, the Eagles, thank God they could run the ball. Otherwise, boy, 121 yards passing for the Eagles. The Niners managed 83 yards of passing. They had 81 yards rushing on the ground. And the Eagles fortunately put up 148 yards rushing. And that's where they made their bread and butter. That O-line got after it. Which I really think is interesting because when you consider, when you consider that, hey, what's up? Hey, Sue's good to see you, buddy. When you consider that the Niners' strength as a defense, which it's a really good defense, let's not get it twisted. That's a damn good defense, even though they gave up 31 points. Uh, they were just on the field a lot because their offense was inept without Brock Purdy. But when you consider that this defense was, I mean, just bona fide the best in the NFL, especially at stopping the run, and that's what the Eagles excelled at, Says a lot about what the Eagles did. Says a lot about their offense. But I would have liked to have seen these two teams at even strength. I would have liked to have seen how they play. Hey, what's up, Chewy? Good to see you, fam. <laughs> um, I would have liked to have seen these teams at even. And, and I know Brock Purdy isn't considered even strength. Their starter going into this season was Trey Lance, which I think at the end of the day, he might be the third best of the three. I think me personally, right now, I would go Garoppolo, Purdy, Trey Lance. A lot of people would say I'm crazy, and that's fine. Some people would do Brock Purdy, Garoppolo, Trey Lance, or Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, Garoppolo. However you do it, I would have liked to have seen them with their best quarterback on the field, whoever you think that might be. It ain't Josh Johnson, and it ain't Christian McCaffrey. Uh, and Kyle Juszczyk, like those, that's they, he was actually going over the playbook at one point in this game. That's how bad it got. Their fullback, fullback was going over the playbook. Sheesh. So I feel bad for Kyle Shanahan. I feel bad for the Niners. I feel bad for Niner fans. Um, it just, when it rains, it pours from an injury perspective at, at the quarterback position. But the Eagles still, I, I don't know that even at full strength that the Niners still win that game. I think it's a better fight. I just think the Eagles, they've played like the best team in football all year, and there was no reason to doubt that that wasn't still the case after what happened yesterday. They're they're a damn good football team. Um, they're, they're, you know, their defense is great. Their offense is good. Uh, they're deep. They're well-coached. They're prepared. They believe in themselves. They believe in their leader and their quarterback, Jalen Hurts. And he believes in himself. And he believes in what they're doing. And everybody's bought in. And that's a tough thing to, uh, when you got that much talent and, and that deep of a team. And, and they've got a, they're just brimming with confidence. Good luck. This is going to be a fun Super Bowl. But, yeah, you can't be the Niners and go in shorthanded against the best team in football. And uh, expect to have a fighting chance. And those, these statistically, it just wasn't even close. Uh, here's the whole rundown, right? Eagles won every single statistical category. 25 first downs, total yards, yards per play, passing, rushing, red zone attempts. Think about that. The Niners had zero, zero red zone attempts in, an, in, a, in a conference championship game. If you can't get to the red zone, I'm sorry. And again, it was a very one-dimensional offense. I mean, and that dimension sucked. 
right? I mean, even then, that Eagles that, that Eagles defense was so good. You knew they were going to run the ball. All you got to do is just put eight, nine men in the box. Fuck it. Throw, beat us, Josh Johnson, with your arm. Please do. Just didn't happen. Uh, and I do want to say, too, the Niners shot themselves in the foot. When you look at the penalties, 11 penalties for 81 yards, very sloppy, uh, very sloppy, poorly played game on their part to go along with all the other problems that they had. So a recipe for disaster. Everything that that if you were to check boxes on, hey, look, if you're going to get a chance to advance to the Super Bowl in a conference championship game, one, you got to be healthy. Uh, two, you can't turn the ball over. Three, you can't kill yourself with penalties. Four, you got to be able to run the ball. Five, you got to be able to stop the run. Uh, it's just all of those. They did none of that. They did none of that. Uh, at the end of the day, it wasn't close. I money lined these sons of bitches, by the way. I was so pissed. I money lined the Niners thinking they had a chance. Of course, when Brock Purdy got hurt, it was all bets were off at that point. I mean, my bet was still on, but um, so I money lined the Niners and lost that. Uh, Eagles covered. I had the spreadsheet and I both picked the Niners to cover. They did not. Uh, breaking news: They did not cover. The 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 the, the spread was not uh, <laughs> twenty four. It was three, and they did not cover. Now the under hit. I did have, I didn't take the under in this. I actually tried something different from a from a wagering perspective. We might do this next year with the Laminator 5000. Heck, I might even do it for Super Bowl. Uh, but I wanted to show you guys. I was like, you know what? Let me sit down and work on some shit. Let me sit down and try something new, especially now when we're getting closer to just, just one team. And then it's a, you know, I mean, it's not a 50-50 shot, but it's not a great uh, opportunity, but here's the here's the uh, here's the laminator five thousand as it stands. Uh, we went zero for two in both games. We missed on our predictions. I did the formula did. Now the formula did hit on the over unders on both. Said take the under in both, and those hit. Uh, but what I did is I started looking at by quarter and by half over unders and tried to predict how those would go. And on out of eight quarters and two halves, as well as the game. I got it to what we missed on two quarters. So if you were just betting by quarter over under, half over under, and the game over under, using what I put together here, you'd have made some money. So we might explore that. We might explore that going forward. Uh, because I ended up doing that and, and put some scratch on uh, on that Niners-Eagles game. What I did is I took under 23 second half. Because I had them, they were, I, I, I predicted they would score about 19, uh, 19 to 20 in the second half. And it was under 23, so I liked that. Uh, and I took that and that hit. So that saved me a little bit. Um, but yeah, there was, it was a very one-dimensional. I would have liked to have seen what, you know, what these numbers would be had they all been healthy and all things equal. But uh, under second half, under 23 hit. So that was cool. Uh, I'm getting your opinions here. You guys are chiming in in the chat. Uh, Terrence said I left after Josh Johnson got in the game. I watched zero minutes. Love you, Shelby's. Uh, glad I watched it all. The chokeslam was amazing. I was at work. It's okay. It gives Philly fan. Uh, it's okay. It gives Philly fan to see their team lose another championship in four or five months. MLS team Phillies and hopefully Eagles. Uh, it was between porn and football. My wife says I already know how to play football. That's disgusting, Hills. That's concerning. 
Uh, what the freaking? Everybody get out! Oh my God! Look at this fella strolling in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome, Kyle King and the Kingsman rating the show. Kyle, my friend, my buddy, my pal. How are you, buddy? Welcome uh, to you and the Kingsman. Thank you for this badass raid coming in. And the resub. Look at that. 11 months. Yeah, you better go down for me. Oh, you son of a... I didn't want to... That was not okay. Uh, hey, welcome to the show. Thank you for the raid, Kyle King. Uh, how'd you... What'd you guys do on your stream? What was you... Uh, what was you... Was you... Was you talking sport? Was you playing vid? Man, I miss playing video games, by the way. I really, really do. Uh, Miz on Air is in the building. What's up, man? Uh, who else came in on the raid? Uh, say hello in the chat, please. And do me a favor. Hit refresh or click on the link in the chat uh, that everybody is posting that still I have not freaking fixed. I've got to fix this. Oh, my God. I'm so mad. Click this link for me, would you? Twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Simply because Twitter or Twitch, I should say, is kind of a... A ho-ass ho. They don't give you credit for views, and we're all trying to make partner. They don't give you credit for that shit. If you come in on a raid, they're like, nope, doesn't count. People didn't watch. Yeah, they did, bitch. Yeah, they did. Uh, so either hit refresh or click that link, but welcome in, Kingsman, one and all. Kyle, buddy, thank you for the raid. Much appreciated. I, I, it, I hate I can't return the favor anymore. Like, every time I go, I'm done at five now. Nobody's on. I don't get to raid, but I appreciate you, buddy. He said, sports talk video games, my wife emasculating me. That's what wives do. That's what that was, that's what wives do. Yeah, the reg. Uh, how's the kiddo, Kyle? How's the kiddo? How's the how's the wee one? How's the little one? Uh, is it is are you getting sleep yet? That's what I probably should have texted you this. Um, but I I hope all is well in the king household. Uh, six nine uh, six nine said I have arrived to claim victory and say I told you Niners would flop and stir the pot. Love you guys. Kiss my ass. First of all, you couldn't have predicted that Brock Purdy would get hurt. Okay, so don't even try that. If Brock Purdy is not hurt, that is a different football game altogether because then the Eagles have to respect the passing game that Kyle Shanahan put together. But once that happened, it was over. Uh, Kyle said exhausting. See, bro, listen, Kyle, come here, buddy. Come here. Just hold on. Everybody, everybody take out your headphones. Uh, turn your volume down. I just want to talk... Just me and Kyle. I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust that you guys aren't going to listen to this next little bit because I just want to have a conversation with Kyle, and it would be kind of weird if I texted now. So since he's here, just do me a solid. We're gonna go on the honor system. Uh, nobody listen. Uh, everybody turn it down, and now I will wave with two hands when it's okay to listen again. Okay, so yeah, just go ahead, mute it, turn it down, take off your headphones, give me one second just to talk to Kyle. Uh, hey, Kyle, come here, buddy. Um, listen. I, uh, next time, um, pull out. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are, kids are, kids are awful. And, uh, I mean, I know you know this, you, you have, you have two now, but what I'm saying is like, yeah, two is a lot. One is, one is, one is plenty. One's a lot. Two is too, too many. Um, yeah. Sleep is important. And, um, yeah, you're now you've got two colleges to pay for. You've got, uh, you're going to be in debt. 
the rest of your life. You're going to be sleepy and tired the rest of your life. You're going to be sad. And uh, by the way, don't forget, Kyle, just just between you and me, just us gals, um, kids will also try to kill you in your sleep. And I know what you're saying, Kyle. That's not true. Uh, look at the, uh, uh, what is it, the Resendez brothers? Yeah. So now you've got you've got two little killers running around the house. Good job, buddy. Uh, sleep with one eye open. All right. So, okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, Kyle said the snip snip is happening Thursday before the Super Bowl. Nice. Nice. Good for you. Uh, to- <laughs> Miz on air said, I totally don't know what he's saying. We're back, Miz. Good. Uh, welcome back. Way to follow instructions and wait to come back. Um, well, good for you, man. Yeah, I'm, 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 so you don't want like, does the wife, Kyle, does the wife want like a ton of kids? And you're like, nope, two's enough. That's why they only put two seats in the backseat of a car, but they make mini fans. Not doing that. I got my integrity. And what if, what if, what if you cheat on me? I got to try to pick up hose now in a minivan. Not happening. Um, <laughs> excuse me. What's up, Robert Likes Beer? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here. Uh, Hugh Dab said, I'm snipped. It ain't that bad party time. Okay. Yeah, Cisco said those snip snip ain't bad at all. Um, I don't, I mean, I still got all my, but Nora and I don't want kids. My wife and I have no kids. We have two cats, but guess what? Your cats can't kill you in their sleep. They'll try, but they can't. Uh, I'm far superior. I know, I know you can see these guns. Look at that. Look at that pure muscle. There's no flab there. There's no flab there. That is, no, ignore the bumps there. That's fine. I'll just rotate this. That's, they can't, I can overpower a cat. I don't want to brag. I don't want to brag, but I can beat up a cat. I'll just say it. I'll just, I'm just, I'm just gonna, you know what? I'm confident enough. I'll say it. I can beat up a cat. Yeah. I know. I know what you guys are like. Ooh, shit. I know. I'm a badass. Uh, uh, what does it say? Cats can kill you. No, they can try. Hey, what's up, Clee? Uh, cats would kill you if they were bigger. Oh, 100%. 100,000% cats would kill you. They're just not, you know, they don't have these muscles. So it's whatever. Uh, Jim said, what about five cats? Yeah, I could beat up five cats. Yeah. Are we going to do this? Are we going to, okay, chat. How many cats do you think it would take to beat you up? Or me up. I, I think I could probably fight probably like. I think I could hold my own against maybe like 17 cats. I think once you start hitting like 20 cats, then it's just they're coming from all and they're climbing on you and they're in the eyes. I don't know. We're 69. Really? You dab. Really? 69 cats. That would be the most pussy you ever got. Okay. Now that's not. I'm sorry. That's not okay. Um, could you beat up one human-sized cat? Oh, that's a better question, Clee. Better question. I think I could beat up like Miz said one pussy is enough. Okay. Um. I think I could beat up. Yeah, I do. I think I could probably like out wrestle it 
Well, I don't know. Human sized? That's a big cat. Because then that means it's going to be a lot stronger, too, because of the way cats have all the muscles. They got, you know. I don't know if I could beat up one human sized cat. I think I could beat up 17 cat sized cats. But no, I think I would actually lose a fight. Uh, because basically what you're saying is that's a lion. Or yeah, Jared, a tiger. Yeah, I think I'd lose a fight against a tiger. I mean, look, all we can go off of is previous data. And this is why I stopped my career as a magician. Siegfried and Roy. I don't want to. They've already proven you can't beat up a white tiger. So, and that's a big ass cat. Five feral cats would take Barry out. First of all, B. Hannon, welcome to the show. Second of all, B. Hannon, kiss my raggedy ass. Uh, you, sir, don't know shit about shit. I absolutely could whoop five feral cats. I can whoop ten feral cats. Because, see, the thing is, cats have, like, a singular focus thing where they got, and, like, you ain't going to scratch me. And expect me to just stop fighting. So they got to get eye level to scratch my eyes out. So I got, I can defend and and knock and then, you know, kicking. And then they're, as they're trying to climb up, I'm, I'm throwing off cats. Like I said, about 17. But once you get past 17, you just get overwhelmed. It's almost like when you, you know, you're scrolling on Instagram and you're, uh, you're just, you're looking at, at, at hot chicks, dudes, some chicks. You get it. Um, and, you, and you're like, oh, I got this. Uh, you're looking at hot chicks, and then you see the zombie game, and you're like, oh, maybe I should play this. And you're like, if I click on this, I'll never not get zombie ads. But you see the game, and it's just like nothing but zombies. That's kind of like fighting cats. You get to the point where you can just get overwhelmed with the number of cats that will whoop your ass. I, I did the math. Uh, so you figure every cat has nine lives. So you're going to have to kill 17 cats nine times. I figure after that point, I probably would tap out my cardio and I'd be exhausted. How many armadillos could take out Barry? None, bitch. None. They're shifty though. I'm not going to lie. We all know I've had an armadillo problem at this house. Them sons of bitches are shifty. So don't get all up in the chat and start talking about, eh, eh, eh. I can beat an armadillo. Hold on, bitch. Hold on. Because I don't know if you know what I know about what they know that I know. They're shifty. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't underestimate them just because they're little mini tanks. They got to, you know. They're like a part turtle, part raccoon type thing. I don't know. They're shifty. Okay. They're quick. They're fleet of foot. That's in fact, armadillo is a Spanish word, which means shifty. I don't know if you know that, but you're welcome. That's see, that's what I love about this show is I get to educate you guys at the same time. Uh, it's hard as fuck to sneak up on an armadillo. Yeah. They're, they're blind, um, but they can smell really good. They have good a good sense of smell, I should say. I don't know how an armadillo smells. I'm guessing an armadillo smells like a, I don't know, like a tire or some shit. Maybe if it's run over. Um, <laughs> Heel said part raccoon, part turtle, 100% badass. Very much. Catch scratch fever is very real. 
Yeah, but by the time that that kicks in, I would have already murdered all 17 cats, Shelby. So yeah, I might die after the the cat apocalypse. But yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna need to send more than 17 to my house to take me out. Armadillos carry the plague. Bitch, I ain't scared of no plague. What are you talking about? What? Come on, fam. I survived COVID. By the way, the plague? What the fuck? That's a very generic. That's like when people are like, oh, that carries disease. Well, which one, bitch? Because not all diseases I'm scared of. You can literally ki- uh, kill someone with cat scratch fever. Yeah, but it's not instant. It'll take some time. Uh, Shelby said, my dad rescued an armadillo one time. It was drowning. He was very sweet. First of all, that was very cool of your dad. Second of all, fuck that armadillo. Uh, Them sons of bitches will tear up your yard. So I hope all armadillos um, eat an armadillo dick. Okay. Uh, The plague, bitch, like the bubonic plague. Oh, there's more than one plague, Potch. There's more than one plague. Yeah, the clap. That's a plague, right? Hey, uh, Mab uh, on uh, the, what is that? Mabona the Great? I don't know if I got that right. Did I say that right? Mabona the Great? I think I got that right. How the fuck did we get here? How did we get on armadillos and herpes? Wait, Hudab says the site says six cats. What, that you could fight? Cats are normally an individual hunter, so one cat would have to do it. Cats can give very bad bites if there were to hit in the right place on your neck. A single cat could take you down. But that's just it. They ain't climbing this tree, bro. Uh, Hey, thank you. I'm a bone of the great. Said, uh, yeah, you said it right. Dope, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for the follow. Uh, Welcome to the show. This is super ridiculous right now, so I'm, I'm sorry you showed up at this. I mean, we're, you know. I don't want to brag, but we're talking about how many cats I could beat up, and it's a pretty big number. So, uh, all right, let's. We didn't even finish the whole topic of the game. Um, wow, that was a weird transition I accidentally hit. Um, getting a boo boo actually began during the bubonic plague. Heels, shut up. Hey, what's up, man? Good to see you. Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, no, not my boner the great, Clee. Jesus. That's terrible. Hey, what's up, Tony? Good to see you, pimp. Oh, sorry. All right, uh, final thoughts on this. It, no surprise. I mean, once Brock Purdy got hurt, I feel bad for everybody. The brouhaha's at the end were the best part of the whole game. And um, Kyle Shanahan, uh, now there's already rumblings. I mean, just there's already rumblings about Shanahan misses again. It's just, you know, another another postseason failure. Like, oh, bitch, do you realize how bad this team was before he got there? I mean, like, I get it. Our balls era was pretty good there for a few years with cap. But this is this is a good feared football team because of Kyle Shanahan. He makes great hires. He is a genius offensive mind. And uh, I just, as a as a Houstonian, I want to thank him for Domenico Ryan's uh, as our next head coach. 1560 The Gamers, that is. True. Uh, we're two gamers away from a quorum. Very true. Uh, Barry would stomp out a cat. Thank you, Hugh Dab. <laughs> that guy 
guy gets it. I mean, I do film sessions where I teach you guys how to fight and defend yourselves in the streets. You don't think I could take out five cats or six or whatever it was that they said is the limit? Fuck them cats. Oh, Penguin Katie just left. Damn it. Um, That's actually a fact. The source created by the bubonic plague were known as boo-boos. Is that true? I don't, I don't, I mean, I guess that would check out. Do not mess with Trent Williams. It will not end well for you. As somebody, I feel like somebody, somebody has the video of Trent Williams um, choke slamming one of the Eagles players and has already, already gotten a Jim Ross audio and put it on there and be like, no, don't do it, Undertaker. Don't do it. Pow. Oh, my God, he broke him in half. That's the Undertaker's theme music. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. By God, he's dead. He broke him in half. If they don't, if that's not on the internet already, I've lost faith in the internet. I'm assuming somebody did that. What's up, Aaron J. Bright? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, wait, you don't love your cats anymore? Yeah, I love my cats. We were talking about, I don't even know how we got on fighting cats. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. How did we get here, chat? I don't recall how we ended up on how many cats I could fight, but, yeah, we were just talking about, oh, because we said, so Kyle raided. (laughs) Kyle with the big-ass raid. Uh, The Kingsman showed up. Kyle has two kids now, and I said kids will kill you in your sleep like the Mendez brothers or the Resendez brothers. or No, that's Eric. Resendez, he's a dickhead. He won't kill you in your sleep. Was it the Mendez brothers? Whatever. Y'all know who I'm talking about. That those two kids killed their parents. And so this is why one of the main reasons why you don't have kids. Because cats can't kill you in your sleep. And then the chat was like, yeah, they can. I was like, bitch, I will. There's no way two cats could take me out. And here we are. So that's that's why. I mean, I love my cats. Don't get me wrong. Oliver and Spencer are uh, amazing uh Cats. Love them. Um, but I will choke the shit out of them if they tried to kill me. I would choke the shit out of them. Uh, the internet works fast. Do they already have that? I bet. I bet. Somebody's going to send it to me. The Bengals law losing took my Super Bowl interest from a 9 to a 3. Why is that, Clee? Why don't you give a shit about the Super Bowl now that the Bengals aren't in it? I hate watching championships where both teams have won in the last 10 years. Okay. All right, that makes sense, but don't you want to see a Super Bowl with the two best teams in football? Because let's be honest, the fact of the matter is that's what we ended up with. Name a better team in the 2022 slash 2023 NFL season than either the the, the, the uh, Chiefs or the Eagles. These were, without a doubt, the two best teams. We got a one uh, versus one seed that hasn't happened in a while. The two young, we got su- the two youngest quarterbacks ever in a Super Bowl facing each other. A lot of storylines, right? Andy Reid, um, former Eagles head coach, didn't get him to the Super Bowl. I think they went like the year he left under Doug Peterson. So I, I actually think this is going to be a really good, fun Super Bowl. My concern, and I probably shouldn't say this. My concern is that uh, will Jalen Hurts live up to the hype? 
We know Patrick Mahomes is, yeah, it's also the Kelsey Bowl. Great job, Catfish. That's true. The Kelsey brothers are playing. We know that it's the, um, you know, it's it's a, uh, it's a two young dynamic quarterbacks. We know what Patrick Mahomes is going to bring to the table, even if he's hurt. We saw that in the other game. We'll break down in a second. But is Jalen Hurts going to live up to the hype and the billing? He has so far. He has not disappointed in 2022 slash 2023. So uh, I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm going. I don't even know if I'm going to do a stream. I think I've done a, a live show for every Super Bowl. And I'm on the fence about it. Jen and I talked about it. By the way, now would be a good time. Breaking news. And here in just a second, uh, Jenny's mom's going to join me on the program. I'm a couple minutes behind, but I wanted to get this out while everybody is here. We are doing Super Bowl squares again. Uh, yay! Last year we had how many? Uh, how many? Um, Cards did we have, Jen? Three or something like that? Two, three, or four? I don't remember. But we had a few cards, so we're going to do multiple Super Bowl squares cards again. But this time, we are going to have a Patreon-only card. And I give credit to Jen for this. She had a great idea. Here's what we're going to do. So... We're going to have the normal squares. It'll be five bucks a square. We don't make any money on this. You can get involved. You don't have to be a Patreon member. We will have public uh, cards to, 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 to get into, to get on. And all you got to do is email Jen. Uh, Jen at BarryOnDeck.com is the email. Jen at BarryOnDeck. It's on your screen. If you're not looking at your screen, look at your screen. Uh, all you got to do is email her, and uh, she'll make sure she gets you in when we open these up February one. Here's what we're going to do, though. For Patreon members, we're going to do something special. We're going to have a Patreon-only card where only Patreon members are are, are, uh, are able to buy into this card. And again, you'll win all four quarters. We keep none of the money. But what we're going to do is we're going to have three random squares that get selected before uh, the game starts, we're going to put it in an envelope. So we're going to have like, I don't know, maybe Jenny's mom does it or we do it randomly on the internet, but we're going to pick three random squares on a board. All right. And we'll probably assign rows and columns. Hang with me here. So let's say you get the very top left corner, right? You get, you get that top left corner. That would be a one, for example. So let's say we do randomization and a one is the square that gets picked. We're not going to disclose that until afterwards. We'll open up the envelope and show you that uh, this square was randomly selected and it was randomly assigned. And that person will win a bonus. So you'll not only, even if you don't win, uh, your numbers don't hit, you still have a chance to win. Uh, we're going to do three different bonus prizes. We haven't nailed it down. My first suggestion was $25.50 and $100 gift cards to Amazon. We'll come up with something, okay? Uh, but you're definitely going to get something free from us as far as money, gift cards, whatever, uh, just as a bonus for being Patreon members. So get your squares, and you have a chance to not only hit on your numbers, but you'll have a chance to win a bonus the way we're going to get it set up. So we'll have more details for you on Patreon and on the Discord coming up here in the next day or so. The cards will be available as of February 1. You can email Jen now if you want, but um, yeah, we'll have that available for you. And if you're not a member of Patreon, you absolutely can sign up 
right now. Uh, support the show. Support me as an independent streamer and creator. And at the same time, you get swag. You get all kind of cool shit. Uh, but you get the access to stuff like this uh, at the same time. So Jared said in for 10. Well, we are going to cap how many you can buy to like four or five. So. What? Pictures of the cats. What the hell? What does that mean? All right. Uh, yes, Reyes, you're included in that. He said on the, oh, the Discord. No, I didn't say the Discord. I said the Patreon, ho. Open up your ears and listen. Okay. Use these. What did I say? If you're a Patreon member, Mr. Reyes, you're a Patreon member. So you're included in this. It'll be posted on Patreon. There's two different things. We have a ton of Patreon members that are not on the Discord. Okay? Lock it up, Reyes. Uh, by the way, we got a shoe check from Papa Bane. And then Jenny's mom is going to join me on the program. Uh, now, I normally try to match. I'm just wearing my Houston shirt. It's uh, the old Oilers colors, uh, Columbia blue and red. I don't have Colombian blue and red shoes. So I just went with the uh, all white Air Force Ones, the old school low top all white uh, AF Ones. Uh, you can't never go wrong with old school Air Force Ones. So that's what I'm rocking today. Sockless. So they, oh shit. They could absolutely uh, take out a trucker uh, or 18 cats. Maybe that's what I'll do. Jim said, wow, aggressive. No, not aggressive. I just need people to listen. All right. It is time, people. It's time once again for my favorite part of the show every single week when the most wonderful, uh, most beautiful, uh, second smartest person I know. I'm the first. Second smartest person I know joins me on the show. She's a gem. She's a treat. And you guys love her to death. Please help me welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, Jenny is mom. <laughs> hello, mother. How are you? Oh, hello. Oh, wait. I gotta get it's centered here. See, there you go. Okay. You know, you I'll go. yell at you Hi. if you're not in the middle. Hello, mother. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I've just been listening. And laughing. Listening and laughing. <laughs> um, thank you for uh, coming in and helping out Saturday at the show. You got to meet some of the deckheads. Oh, now, you had never know. met Josh, so you got to meet Josh. And uh, Matt. You had, you had, and who? And Matt. You got to meet Potch. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you I'm had met God. Reyes, and um, you had met Robert Likes Beer before, right? Mm -hmm. Or had you, know, mm -hmm. had you right. met Robert? And okay. their significant others were just and there and there's their will better halves way better halves yes for sure <laughs> um, but yeah it was it was a good time um, let me ask you a question I do jokes on stage about everybody um, and I did jokes about you do you do you ever just want to stand up and go he's a goddamn liar in the middle of a set <laughs> when I'm doing those jokes do you ever want to do that do you ever want to do that um. Maybe sometimes. <laughs> it sucks, doesn't it? Now you know how Nora feels. Yeah. This is why Nora never goes to shows. Because literally 90% um, of the shit that I talk about on stage, it's rooted in truth, but it's <laughs> it's comedy. You know what I mean? Like no, the truth isn't you, funny. You, might, I, you mean you stretch it a little bit. A little bit? But that's okay. I embellish it's, a lot. I mean, it's, like, I don't even tell people you and dad comedy. are divorced, which was super awkward, by the way, to look down in the crowd yeah, and see my divorced mom and dad with my stepmom in the middle of them and some sort of weird thing. And everybody's getting along, which was awkward. 
Um, she's not. She's always get along. But yeah, it was like uh, I didn't even mention that you guys were divorced uh, when I was doing some jokes. I but see, here's the thing: people need to know this about stand-up comedy. You, you, you. It at the end of the day, what matters is not the truth. What matters is that you laugh. <laughs> That's so. right. You know what I mean? Hey, it shouldn't be awkward. I mean, Paul's ex-wife used to go on vacations with us and all the kids. What the fuck? Why would you? Why yeah, would you yeah, do she's that? She's wonderful, lady. Rest in peace. She passed away this year. The boys lost their mom, Aww. but yeah, we would all take a we would all take trips and and, and she would go with us. And let me tell you something. You know my ex-wife, Shannon. There's no way. In, well, that's in hell and on God's green earth that I would vacation with her. Are you fucking kidding me? There's uh, no way. I don't even give a shit if we had kids. We had a dog in common. And then when he <laughs> ate her couch, I was like, good boy. That's a good boy. Oh, my God. That's one of my favorite stories. When we got divorced, we had just bought this new Labrador. We drove up to, like, I don't know, the Canton trade days. Bought this some bitch for, like, $700. He had webbed feet. It was a badass dog. And then shortly after that, I was like, yo, I don't want to be with you anymore. And I left. And then I was like, I felt bad because she had never lived alone. She had never, you know, know. so I was like, you know what? You can keep the dog. I I get how scary that can be. And so I gave her the house and the dog, all the furniture, everything. All I left with was a printer. I don't know why I was like, I want the printer, bitch. Like what? (laughs) Why would you take a printer of all things? I left with a printer. My clothes, a keyboard, not like a, like a computer keyboard, like a musical keyboard. Oh yeah, then you're and yeah, some RAM, your some RAM, some yeah. RAM, literally RAM for a computer. Just RAM. That was it. It was the most random checklist of shit to get in a divorce ever. <laughs> Gave her the dog and everything. Right. I showed up in April. We I asked for the divorce on Christmas. It was final on St. Patrick's Day. But I had to go do get some tax stuff from her. Now, she's in this house that we bought while we were separated. Also a stupid fucking move. I don't know why. Why'd you let me do that, by the way? I blame well, you. Well, nobody could tell you anything. So I blame I just, you. You, know, you, let your like son, you, gotta learn. you let your you son learn. buy a house with a woman that he was leaving. <laughs> Who does that? Hey, everybody needs to make their own mistakes in life, right? You know? No, no, Jenny. A good mom would have been to- like... Hold on, fam. I got you. You're being a dumbass. Do not hey, buy this house with this you woman you don't married. want to be with. Huh? I didn't want you to get married. I know. You didn't like I, her from you know. the get-go, but mom, that But ass, if I would have told ass, well, she it was worked for me. She was she a had, sweet girl, but, yeah. but was, the two of I, y'all. But if I would have told you no. Tell the truth, She had a nice ass, didn't she? It was. I don't know, Barry. I never looked at her ass, to tell you the honest truth. It was super Jeez. big. It was super big. But, uh, but I would yeah. have never tried to stop you because, you know, yeah. you would have, just yeah. like any kid, you would have said, well, I'm going to do it anyway. 100%. So, 100%. Live and learn. Uh, but I definitely might have listened to you if you told me, don't buy a house with her, you dumbass. <laughs> You're leaving her. Why are you buying a house? That Anyways, didn't make it a little complicated. No, super awkward. Going through, sitting at the closing table. Like, I hate this bitch. She's like, I hate this asshole. I'm like, where do we sign? Enjoy the house. I'll never spend a single fucking night in. But the good thing I was. I tell you what, it's a good thing you didn't get the dog because you were terrible with dogs. Remember that yeah. poor dog you King? got when you had that apartment? Okay, we'll get to that one in a oh. second. Let me finish this story and then, oh my God, poor King. Um, so yeah, she got the house, but she also had to keep the credit card debt, which I was like, cha-ching. 
I walked oh, away well, with a pr- I walked away with a printer and nothing else, but she walked away with a house and a boatload of credit card debt. Anyways, I got to go get some tax stuff from her, right? So as for the divorce on Christmas Day, divorce is final on St. Patrick's Day. Shout out to those holidays. Those are my favorites. And then tax time rolls around. She's like, you need to come get your the tax stuff. I'm like, cool. So I go to the house. She lets me in. I'm standing in the entry and I look and the couch that, that we, our old couch, the whole back of the couch is gone. It's just fucking <laughs> shredded. Oh, you can see the wood and the springs and the fucking, oh, it's just, no. it, it's annihilated. I was like, what happened to the couch? She was like, this goddamn dog ate the whole back of it. <laughs> and she left the room. I was like, that's a good boy. That's a good boy. That's a good boy. You like You're the couch? Terrible. Just eat the couch. She came back and I was like, oh, he's so bad. I'm so sorry. And then I took my tax shit. That was it. Mm, fuck that couch. Uh, good boy. That's a good dog. Okay, let's talk about the dog I got once you kicked me out of the house. Let's do. Let's tell that story first, Jenny. Out of the house. Yeah. Oh, let's tell the kids. Said, let's tell the kids in the chat how you treated your son <laughs> when you decided that okay. enough was enough with him. Okay. Yeah. Here's the true story. I got married true. and bought yeah. the club in Conroe, yeah. and I said, "You can move with me to Conroe, or not you can get an apartment." No. And you said, I want an apartment. No, the so truth I is. So I paid your first. I the paid truth your is, I was out playing basketball with my friends, and I came <laughs> home from a long day of basketballing. I had already graduated high school. So it was like the first summer of after graduating high school, right? Barely turned 18. Uh, you know, whole life ahead of me. Um. And I come home one day from playing basketball, and I walk in, and my mom goes, sit down. Hey, Tigress, thank you for the follow, sweetie. I walk in, and my mom goes, sit down, we need to talk. I was like, okay, yes, mother, whom I love so much. And uh, you sat me down on the couch. She said, we're moving. And I said, oh, where are we moving? And you go, no, we're moving. And you pointed to Steve, my stepdad. You said, me and him, we're moving. You're on your own. And I went, what? And you were like, yep, it's time to go be an adult. Fly, baby bird. And you kicked me out of the fucking nest. Deadheads do not believe this. That's exactly how it happened. I gave you a choice. You did not, Jenny. And you you chose independence. Yeah, Yeah, liberty or death. Okay, we're not not starting a new country. Let's talk about the real story. Wait, I moved you into an apartment yeah. down from your sister. So yeah, you we had the same exactly apartment complex. We lived in the same apartment yeah. complex. You paid yeah. the deposit, yeah. uh, which yeah. means you had to come clean the apartment to get it back. <laughs> left that shit in shambles. Um, oh, yeah, Chris said, damn, Jenny's cold. Awful. I know, right? I know, right? No, it is not I, true, I, Chris. I, listen, Chris, let me tell you something. When we moved out, she doesn't know this to this day. When we moved out, as I was packing, I went and got her mom of the year coffee cup and packed it up and took it. Because I was like, you don't get you don't get to keep the mom of the year coffee cup when you kick your son out to the streets. When you just make it. Go be homeless, son. That doesn't, hey, you don't get to keep the coffee cup. Still I have still it. haven't got, I still haven't gotten over having to clean the rug by hand. And that apartment because okay. you left that dog so we get i get in the go everywhere i get an apartment it was and awful. i decided that Ugh. i wanted to get a dog 
Look, Jen said, I stand with Jenny. Shut up, Jen. <laughs> Yay. Thank oh, you, Jen. look at this. Imagine that. Two people named Jen, Jenny, Jennifer are teaming up. Well, I stand with Larry and uh, Jerry and Carrie and. Okay. No. Um, so I decided I wanted to get a dog and I went and found uh, a little. Uh, was it a poodle? Yeah. It no, like some weird I don't ass... know what it was. It was wild as hell. It was I remember this cute that. little black. And you poodle. were you were a shoe salesman, remember? Yeah, I was <laughs> working at Journeys, and then I got a job as a a, a waiter at the little restaurant up the like, yeah. within walking distance, right? Because I had a you weren't truck. home enough to train a dog. I wasn't ready uh, for a single no. independent life as an adult, but I was forced no. into this. I didn't choose the thug life. The <laughs> thug life chose me. Or Jenny chose it for no, me. So, you know, I'm true. like, I'm lonely. I got nobody to talk to. I'm used to oh, having my mom. Jay. I'm on my own. I'm I'm destitute and broke. And so I get a dog. And it's a cute little dog. And I named him King after Martin Luther King Jr. Um, because I think it was like born on Martin Luther King Day or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I named him King. And King was a sweet little um, dog that I didn't know how to house train. And um, I had a little pad, and King was like, ha, fuck your pad. And he shit <laughs> all over the house, all over the apartment, all the time. I I would walk him, and he would shit, and then I would bring him in, and he would be like, yeah, I wasn't done. And he would shit again. Um, it was the worst. I fed him, but he was it was a sad dog. I remember one time, uh, Robert said such a sad story. Shut up, Robert. So one time... <laughs> One time, I put King on the balcony because I was going to be gone for like <gasps> oh, that three hours or four hours. And I didn't want him shitting in the house and I wasn't there. So I was like, you know what? I'll just put King on the back patio. Second story, you know, there's bars. I was like, it'll be fine. I'll put him on the back patio. He can't shit in the house. He can enjoy the outside. Everything will be great. So Angie comes and gets me and she's like, you ready to go? I'm like, yeah. And we walk downstairs and we're walking to Angie's apartment. And she was like, uh, you know, what's, and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I put King outside, you know, just, you know, I don't want to be shit on the carpet anymore. It already stinks in that fucking apartment. And we're walking. I was like, hey, what's up, King? I was like. <laughs> and I looked down. I was like, how the fuck did King get here? Y'all, this dog, this stupid ass dog jumped off the second story balcony of my apartment. He jumped. He fucking leaped. My, Angie, my sister, goes, yeah, it's because you don't take care of him, and he'd rather kill himself. He tried to commit suicide <laughs> as opposed to having to live with you anymore. He jumped to his death. The sad thing is, is he fucking lived. And he did. Well. And I was like, how did this dog survive the second-story jump? And I picked him how up. I was like, King, right, what are you doing? And his mouth was all bloody. <laughs> And I looked, oh. and his fucking teeth were literally horizontal. He landed on his face. He flattened his teeth out. And now I was like, great! Now I got to get his fucking teeth fixed. Or I got to feed this dog soup the rest of his life. Oh, I was so pissed. And that's when I was like, all right, I'm getting rid of this stupid-ass dog. This is too much. You were okay. not a responsible dog owner at no, 18. And then, and I finally just gave you the ultimatum. You you yeah. couldn't get pay your rent one month and you were, Angie was trying to give you enough food to eat. And I finally said, Barry, 
come to Conroe, work in my nightclub. Yeah. Be my bar back, remember? Yeah, no, and I started off working the door. I didn't even, I wasn't yeah, even and I, I and I will, I will pay off your apartment thing. And then I went to your apartment. I was so mad. It I had to like, go buy carpet cleaner. Oh my god! It looked like it, it looked like every episode of Cops <laughs> that you've ever seen. <laughs> There's just shit stains and junk, and I mean, I was 18. I didn't know how to live. I didn't know what I was doing. No, you didn't. And, and you mom were made me get rid of ready. the dog, and then get rid of the apartment, and then move in with her. Uh, yeah. So that was that was my. And I didn't move back out again until I met Shannon. And then I moved up yeah, uh, to Huntsville right. with her. Yeah. And then uh, she, what the, the crazy thing is, so I finally, you know, I, I, I get rid of the dog. Uh, I move back in with my mom. I meet Shannon. I move in with her and she shits all over the house. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Barry. I Barry, win. that's terrible. That's why I left her. Stop she just it. shit the floor that for no reason. Do, I'm like, do Shannon, not listen to you're a grown ass <laughs> woman. This, why are you this is what you floor? call comedy stretching. No, this is hundred percent true. She <laughs> she did have a Dalmatian who was crazy as fuck. She had a Dalmatian. Those are crazy. Oh dogs. God, those are crazy dogs. I mean, look. I guess I'm not good at raising dogs because I watched. You I don't think raise so. That's Bonnie, why you have who cats. Hump the shit out of my blanket. <laughs> All the time. You guys, my mom, my favorite dog in the world, fuck my blanket on a nightly basis. I would come home and just be mm, you, mm, mm, in the living room. Hey, she'd, she'd go get it off my bed, ball it up in the living room, and just hump the shit out of it. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Did, did you get the video I sent you of Kaylee in the blanket? I did. That was super weird. Your dog's on crack. Your dog is a crackhead. <laughs> she is. I don't know how dog she did is that. A crackhead. That I have no weird. idea. Uh, all right. So fun times at the comedy show. Uh, this is why you deckheads need to come out to some of this stuff. Cause you never know when Jenny's oh, mom's going to be there and you get to hang out. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, it was good times had by all. Did you watch any football mom? Yeah, I did. I watched both games. Uh, my teams didn't win. Mm -hmm. That's okay. But, um, <laughs> that, that Philadelphia game, San Francisco, man. Yeah. Hey, did, mm -hmm. Aren't they supposed to get kicked out of the game if they leave the bench and go out on the field? Did they? Um, did they throw any other members no, out? There, there will be there will be fines, but um, not always. I think it's up to the discretion. Oh, of the I was going to say they wouldn't have anybody left. Yeah, no, it's not like it's not like the NBA. In the NBA, if you go onto the floor, you're definitely suspended um, for the next one. So yeah, not yeah. not the same. It's kind of watched, up to discretion. So yeah i watch and and my and i watched the of course the kc cincinnati game i was oh. kind of pulling for cincinnati and then i had to watch the cougars they finally pulled one out so oh good it was good. a good weekend number three busy. in the nation go cougs cougar yeah so yeah purdue number one team in the in the country and it's unanimous first time this year that they've had a unanimous number yeah. one so Ray yeah, said he had a good time at the I show I, I i'm glad you came buddy thank you uh for coming out and robert oh, and everybody it was fun. else that had a good time. Okay, it I got a pee, Mom. It was a so. very intimate setting. Yes, well, go pee. We pee. Don't, don't pee on the carpet, for uh, God's sake, because no, I'm not I don't coming be over like to Shannon clean it. Or king, and uh, <laughs> I'll never get our deposit back for this house. I ain't cleaning it. All right, I'm going to pee. Bye, We're going to come kids. back. We'll talk about the KC game and some other stuff that I got. Mother, I love you to death. Uh, let's try to have a meeting tonight, me, you, and Angie, yeah? Yeah, okay. Awesome. We'll do all, All right, right, ladies and gentlemen, Bye. that is Jenny's mom. It joins me every single Monday as she always does. Hey, what's up, Sid? 
Hello, Sid. Good to see you. Thank you for being here, sweetie. Uh, okay, let's do this. And I'm going to pee. I'm going to be back in like less than two minutes. Less than two. I'm going to give me another Diet Coke. I'm going to pee. We're going to come back. We're going to talk. Uh, I'll give you my thoughts on the uh, the KC ga- uh, Cincy game. We'll talk about that. And we need to talk a little bit about the next head coach of the Houston Texans. If it's not D'Amico Ryans, who do you want it to be, chat? Do you have a name in mind? I want to know all of that. Uh, right after this break, so don't go anywhere. We got plenty of show left. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminex. Stick around. I will see you in mere moments. Three quarters of Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinick. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't, can go have sex with yourself. Wow, Tony said, I wish you were my mom. I don't like mine. There you go. Barry poops in the garage. Barry poops in the garbage disposal like a decent human being. That's not true. That is lies. But now I see why your mom doesn't like you. Um, My girl loves her... Uh, what? Oh, Jenny. Okay. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? That's so weird. Uh, no, I love my mom. She is the best. Uh, all right. So let's talk. 
Let me check my agenda real quick here. Uh, Super Bowl Squares is done. Don't forget, uh, we are going to have the Patreon-only squares. If you want to join, you want to get in on that, plus all the benefits. I told you guys, this year, we're ramping up and really yeah. stepping up um, the the game for uh, Patreon members. So this is just one of those things that just being a Patreon member gets you access to. So, yeah, you can get in the squares. You don't have to, but you can. You can win some money. You're going to do it anyways. But you might as well take a shot. Uh, and you might get be one of the three bonus winners that we're going to have in our Patreon-only Super Bowl Squares cards. Plus, we'll have some public cards. So, for those of you not members, uh, you can still join. So, got that. Got the news. Uh, we need to talk conference championships. I was going to pull up the men's basketball rankings, but we kind of just covered that a little bit. And I got about some non-sports stories that we can get to. Can I still have a sec with myself even though I hung around? I don't know what that means. Yeah, oh, if you didn't, then go have sex with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's what most of you guys do anyway, so. Uh, all right, let's talk a little chiefs Bengals. Thank God we got one good football game out of the weekend, right? After that Eagles-Niners debacle of a game, it was good to at least have a riveting, interesting um, football game to watch and I tell you what it really did come down to the final play of the game and that play was the one you see on your screen a late hit out of bounds that gave the Chiefs that put them in field goal range and uh, Butker hit a 45 yard field goal with three seconds left uh, in the game to uh, advance the Chiefs to another Super Bowl and it was it was a good game it was an interesting game. It was a back and forth game. There was times where like when when Mahomes uh fumbled and lost the ball, I was like, "Oh shit. This is how it ends for these guys. This is it." And they didn't. They were resilient. The Chiefs defense I thought played well. Um I thought the Bengals defense played pretty well all things considered. Um but Patrick Mahomes, listen, let's let's be real. What this really came down to in my opinion is that I think the Chiefs came in Angry and a controlled anger, but I think they came in with a chip on their shoulder. I think they came in feeling disrespected. You know, we we didn't talk about it last week, but I, I it, and I didn't even know about it until the weekend. But apparently, the mayor of Cincinnati was talking shit um, about how I think he declared it like Joe Burrow is Patrick Mahomes' daddy day or some bullshit like that. They instead of calling it Arrowhead Stadium, they called it Burrowhead Stadium, which was. Pretty damn creative, let's be real. But there was a lot of shit talking going on from the Cincinnati side of things. And I think the Chiefs felt really disrespected considering how good they've been. Um, So, you you know, and Mahomes even brought it up. And in the past when that kind of stuff has happened, he's really not mentioned it. You know, he's really been just more professional and, um, you know, takes the high road, but not this time. You know, not this time. I think he really, really felt like, how are you going to disrespect me, bro? I, I I, am literally the best quarterback in the game right now, bar none, including Tom Brady. And you're going to disrespect me like that and talk all that shit because I haven't beat the Bengals in three meetings? <clears throat> so I, I really think that that factored into it. And, and you know, some of these guys will tell you, nah, we didn't care about that. We don't need bulletin board material. We're professionals. We get up for the game no matter what. But it doesn't mean it doesn't make any, it any sweeter when you do win. 
And and it wasn't like it was a blowout, though. You know what I mean? As much as they played with a chip on their shoulder and anger and had something to prove, they just as easily could have lost that game last night. Which, I'll be honest with you, had they lost that game last night, I would have been really happy. Not because I wanted a Bengals-Eagles Super Bowl. Not because I wanted Joe Burrow uh, or, or the Bengals to win. Not because I wanted Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to lose. If they would have lost, if the Chiefs would have lost that game last night, I would have been happy because I wouldn't have had to watch Travis Kelsey during the trophy ceremony spew that dumbass shit that he said where he was like, hey, no, you're rolling. Shut your mouth. First of all, uh, first of all, Travis, your teeth should not match the color of yellow in your jersey. Okay. First of all, you got all that money. Go get your teeth whitened. That's the first thing. Second thing, bro, you sound like a fucking moron. All right. You're not a wrestler. You're a football player. Hey, no, you're wrong, you jabroni. Shut the fuck up. But, I mean, if you want to talk shit, if you want to, you know, uh, rub it in their face, okay, but just doing wrestling lines, you look like a, you look like a moron. I was just like, oh, my God, how embarrassing is that? And you could tell that Mahomes was like, <laughs> it was like super awkward. Even at the after the, the game on the field, they were interviewing Patrick Mahomes, and Kelsey comes up, and he's like, yeah. And Mahomes, you can see, like hits him like, hey, bro, stop. Stop. You're so extra. What are you doing? Go do that shit somewhere else. This ain't a wrestling promo we're cutting here. Dick Flair? Like, what are you doing? It's ugly. And he's just, he's not good at talking shit. Like, it's not good shit talk. It wasn't good trash talk. It wasn't. It was, it was awkward. It was very awkward. So that's why I would have been happy uh, had the Bengals won. Because I wouldn't have had to watch that awkwardness. I could have just it, not seen it. Of course, I didn't see the mayor, like, read the declaration. But apparently, Nora said it was, like, super awkward also, so. It's whatever. Uh, let's see. The chip is exactly why I picked the Chiefs outright. Okay. The game is uh, remembered as the OSSAI push, like the butt fumble or uh, Mark Sanchez. Oh, Osai push. I was like, why am I spelling out his last name? Yeah. Other than Mahomes being one-legged. Um, yeah. You know, the one-legged thing... It obviously, obviously it mattered. Obviously it changed the complexion of the game for the Chiefs. It changed what they could do. Um, but I I think that it doesn't, you know, we I talked a little bit about this. I did radio on Sunday uh, for a Houston sports show on ESPN here in Houston. And um, we were talking about a little bit about it. And I was like, I brought up the fact that, you know, this is the first time that Patrick Mahomes has gone into a conference championship with a bad wheel. Uh, he, he, he had that happen a few years ago after playing Cleveland in the divisional round and winning. He had suffered like a concussion and turf toe, and he played Buffalo with turf toe. So it basically made him become more of a pocket passer, which is kind of what we saw in yesterday's game. That's the beauty of Patrick Mahomes, right? It's almost like, 
and I feel comfortable using this comparison. Uh, it would be like if Jordan was limited to only taking uh, perimeter shots. Like he 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 had to he couldn't get to the lane because maybe he had a I don't know broken orbital or some shit, and he want to get banged around in the lane. So he was just resigned to shooting from the perimeter. You'd feel fine with that. And if you told me that Patrick Mahomes had to become a pocket passer for the rest of his career, I still think he goes down as one of, if not the greatest quarterback when all is said and done. And and it seems to me so weird to even suggest that that might be his career arc. But let's be honest. This dude is, he wins. That is all this man does since he got into the league is he wins. And it doesn't matter about injuries or whatever, but the Chiefs have been a perennial Super Bowl team every year that he's been in the league or at least a threat to go to it. And, you know, it, it, it say, say what you want, but there's not a lot of other quarterbacks other than Tom Brady that you could say that about. So, us, Gray has asked my drinking juice. Yeah, I didn't have any Diet Cokes in the fridge. They were in the back in the garage, and I didn't want to waste more time during the break, so I grabbed one of these cherry limeade uh, juices. They're actually really good. No calories, and it's uh, yeah, it's a sparkling water. So you know, um, trying not to die mattress. Uh oh, yeah. Please don't die. What's wrong, Christy? That's weird. Everything okay? Um, let's see. Oh, hold on. Let me catch up with the chat here. Where to go? Where to go? Where to go? Got that from Dig Willie. Uh, Chiefs had refs and NFL in their pocket. The entire second half was. Uh, favored to the Chiefs. I don't believe that. There's, there's, I, I don't subscribe to those theories. Um, that would be like saying that they, you know, the Eagles got all the calls and uh, that it was a poorly refed game. There, there are there mistakes. Yeah, are there? Do they mess up? Sure, but like those late hits out of bounds and all that, the the one that won them the game or cost them the game, I should say, from Osai. That was the that was the right call. By the way, you could see his uh, Osai's leg injury, and I might be saying it wrong, but whatever. I don't care. He's a Bengals linebacker. I don't give a shit. Um, when he went down, I was like, "Ooh, that leg injury looked bad." Fortunately, he was able to get up and 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 uh, walk back to the bench, where he spent the next thirty minutes sitting and crying. And I was like, "Boy, I feel so bad for him. It was awful. They kept cutting to him." And showing him crying and he had his helmet on and, uh, you know, it was just, it was sad uh, to see how you could tell how distraught he was, how disappointed he was, how much he probably felt like, I just cost us a trip to the Super Bowl. It's my fault. And you don't know. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. He probably gets them. He probably gets that 15 yards anyways. Let's be honest. I mean, he was out running in that particular instance anyways. And it was a 45-yard field goal, so without the penalty, it's a 60-yard field goal. You're going to tell me Patrick Mahomes doesn't get them within another 10 to 15 yards? Absolutely he does. Absolutely. And I think Butker probably could have made it from 50. So um, I think he's being overly hard on himself. One, you know, did they lose by that field goal? Yeah. But you know what? They also gave up 23, another 20 points. They also didn't score 24 points. So it's a team game, 100%. And uh, I just, I felt bad for him. I felt, uh, I I mean, that's got to be a devastating feeling. So 
Um, Osiah looks so hurt. Yeah, when that knee, like his leg, like locked up. Blah, that's terrible. Um, what is this? Pacha, did you see this tweet? No, what was it? JJ, wow, the amount of weird things that have happened in this game is astounding. Oh, yeah, that was when all that crazy shit kept happening, right? Like, all of the, it was insane how much, like, a chain broke and, and all those things. Where is this? Um, oh, oh, so Potch, the, the link that Potch posted in the chat was uh, JJ and D'Amico. Hey, wouldn't that be great if JJ Watt became the defensive coordinator? Um, have they announced it yet? I'm, I need to go, I, I need to get on, uh, ESPN and make sure they haven't announced it yet, but expecting to hear at some point, he is now the leader in the clubhouse, at least, um, JJ, I mean, sorry, uh, D'Amico Ryan's the leader in the clubhouse, uh, to be the next head coach of the Houston Texans. So JJ Watt had posted a picture, let's see, he had posted, Damn it, where'd it go? Get this my hit my headphones sound weird now. Something happened. Sorry. Uh see. Here's what he posted. This is what he tweeted. Which they're also in town uh for some sort of event. Like a, a bunch of Texans are in town for something. I don't remember what. So I don't I don't know what this means necessarily. Uh it might not mean anything other than he he loves D'Amico Ryan's, but um yeah, so uh, back to the game real quick, and then we'll get to D'Amico and the Texans and all that. But let's see here. Uh, no new headlines on ESPN. Okay, cool. Uh, Osai was running so fast. Did he uh, Did he see his teammates knock him out? Not sure. Penalties suck, though. Yeah, I, look, I mean, you're if they're standing in the white, you just it's one of those things, man. That's the NFL. It's kind of like when you hit the quarterback. Um, it, I did think that the roughing the punter, uh, personal foul was a bad call. He was, I think he was blocked into the punter, but you know what? Stuff like that. I don't think there's a, there's no fix that's in on that. There's no, none of that. Right. I mean, it's just like within the Eagles game, there was a, a bad angle on that one touchdown that, or that one uh, fourth down play that led to a touchdown and they missed it and they hurry up and ran a play. And it's just not, uh, not, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's a fix when that kind of stuff happens. I just think refs are humans, and they're gonna fuck up. They're gonna make mistakes, and it's gonna be bad. Should it make you mad? Sure, but I don't believe in. I don't believe that they, you know, have the fix. JJ D line coach. Nah, he'll be the D line coach. Uh, they bring in Dre as the wide receivers coach. Could you imagine how bad that team would be? A- imagine this, if you will, for me. Uh, Oh, Isaiah Factor's calling. Okay. Well, I guess I'm doing TV tonight. Sorry, Jenny. I guess we're not going to do a uh, do a show. Me messenger. Um, sorry. I'm gonna just, let me send a message real quick, folks. Um, no worries. I'm live. Uh, just let me know what you need. I'll hit you back after five. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Could you imagine, that's what it was, could you imagine a uh, team full of nothing but former players? Could you imagine how awful that team would be? It's not every, every good player doesn't go on to become a good coach. 
I mean, Michael Jordan was not a, you know, he, he, that's why he didn't go into coaching. Um, Larry Bird was not really a good coach. Magic Johnson was not a good coach. Uh, Isaiah Thomas really wasn't a good coach. Clyde Drexler tried to go coach U of H. Awful. Great players oftentimes don't become even good coaches because like they, their abilities exceed most of the guys that they're going to be coaching. You know what I mean? And so it becomes one of those, how come you just can't do it like this? I'm never going to be as good as you were, JJ. So I don't think JJ Watt is the D-line coach or anything like that. I, no. I I mean, I'll, I'll be quite honest with you. I was surprised that D'Amico Ryans ended up being as good and as highly regarded as he was uh, or is. And I'm always surprised. You know, like Kellen Moore being a good OC doesn't surprise me as much because Kellen Moore wasn't really a good quarterback. So it's cool to see. And I love what somebody just put in the chat. Dick Willie, D'Amico equals Durker and Rudy T. Mwah. That is a fantastic comparison. Although I'll say, I think uh, Durker of the three, Durker was the more highly regarded and probably better player. Uh, but Rudy T would have been on that level had he not been punched and had his career ended. And D'Amico was damn good, well-respected. Um, I wouldn't even say above average, like good, not great, but really good. You know what I mean? Like if we're doing scale of one to five, he was a four. He wasn't a five superstar, but he was a four. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm going to be Barry's next stepdad. Christy, are we, are you marrying my mom? Mother, are you a lesbian? What just happened? Did I just, did my mother just come out in the chat? Did my mom just come out in the chat? This is so funny. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. And I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in. Uh, mother, just because you like wine doesn't make you a, a, a lesbian. Okay. Um. Oh, you're taking you're taking her out for drinks. Well. Uh, that's crazy. Um, but this is what they asked me to come in and talk about for the Isaiah factor today. We're doing a sports segment tonight. Uh, was calling to see if you're available. We want to talk about having two African-American quarterbacks at the Super Bowl. And I'm like, they always bring me in for uh, discussions that involve uh, 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 black topics, which I get it. That's the Isaiah factor. But like I was... The last, uh, I, I did like the Dion segment, which was a historically black uh, college and university thing about him leaving and going to a, um, you know, a power five conference team and leaving this. Uh, so I was like, I, I don't know. Uh, they, I'm down for it though. I love, I love TV. I love the attention and exposure. I'm in, I'm in hundred percent. Hold on. In fact, I mean, uh, Cool, I'm in 10-15. I just hope they put me on the early segment. I hate having to sit around. Alan said, wait, you're not white? Total Alan said, wait, you're not black? Uh, Heel said, I can't brush my back teeth without slight coughing, so I can't suck anything. Okay. Uh, who cares what color they are? 6 9 said. 
Uh, who freaking cares? Jesus, I can't stand this race baiting crap. I don't think it's race baiting. It's just that it doesn't happen a lot. I mean, it's not race baiting. Race baiting is like, oh, let me ask you, 6-9-a, so you're not going to watch the Super Bowl because the quarterbacks are black? No, I'm not going to watch it because I'm busy that night and I don't give a shit about the Chiefs and the Eagles. Oh, it's because they're black? No. See, that's race baiting. But bringing it up and talking about it, that's not race baiting. Right? Like, like it, it's really not. And I want to make sure you understand that. I want to make sure that, that that we're clear on that. It's there's nothing wrong with that topic of discussion because it's it's never happened or it hasn't happened a lot. Has it ever happened? I don't think there's ever been two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Dick really said you people is a race bait. But I just yeah, I don't think it's I, I think it's a, a topic worthy of discussion. Here's the thing I don't understand. Anytime we bring up something like this. Why do people get so, whoa, why does it even matter? Because it's never happened. It would just be like if there was a female kicker in, in the Super Bowl. It's never happened. So, yeah, well, what the fuck does it matter if she's got a Virginia or a ding dong? Like, because it's never happened. Or it doesn't happen a lot. So, it's a, it is a big deal, right? Like, if it was a fucking, if it was a, a, a an Asian quarterback and a, Samoan quarterback. We'd be like, whoa, this is the first time an Asian and a Samoan have ever locked it up in a Super Bowl. Like, I just, it, it's, you know, what if, uh, what if Carl uh, 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 Nassib won Super Bowl MVP one year? This is the first time an openly gay uh, athlete won Super Bowl MVP. And then I know there were going to be people, and I'm not saying you, 6 9 but I oh, what the fuck? Why does it matter? Why are you trying to shove it down my throat? Poor choice of words. It's because it's unique, and I, I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about these things unique that are unique that have never happened for a group of people. There's nothing wrong with that. And I don't think that white cis males need to be getting upset about it. No, yeah, exactly. Jim was like, I was proud to see a female NFL official. That was a big deal to me. Right. Just like I'm sure that young uh, black men love seeing a, a, a black quarterback that represents them in the Super Bowl. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I just, uh, I, you know, as a white dude, I don't understand why white dudes get so upset. Oh, that's bullshit. 6 9 said, I don't subscribe to groups or divisions. Stop that. You know what? I, I, I'm sure you mean that, but it, it's tough for me to believe that when you get upset about them talking about another group. It's not being divisive. It's being inclusive. There's a difference. There's a difference. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's, there's a, there's, there's it. it yeah. And that's the thing Tony has a good point. And that's kind of what Jen's point was. It matters to the people who they represent whether it's females or, you know, LGBTQ plus members or uh, African-American men or, you know, women or whatever. It matters to them because they feel like it's kind of like if you go back to, well, why does it be like this? It'd be like saying this uh, six, nine, it'd be like saying, oh, well, what does it matter if the Barbie is black or white? Right. What does it matter if a superhero is black or white? But that's easy for someone like me, and I'm assuming you. I'm trying to look at your picture. I'm guessing you're a, a white dude. 
it's easy for you and I to say those things and make those assumptions or ask those questions because we've always had representation, right? We've always had a seat at the table. We've always seen the world as presented to us in pop culture and in sports and in everything else through our eyes. A lot of folks haven't. So a lot of people have never had genuine, honest, good representation. And I say that because I'm saying, you know, it's like, oh, well, there was black actors back in the day. Okay, well, first of all, Al Jolson wearing blackface doesn't count. And, you know, uh, oh, shucks. Like that, that kind of shit, that doesn't count either. You know, I'm saying like genuine, honest to God representation. That's what matters. So I don't think it's a big deal. I think it's 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 interesting. Uh, I think it's it's good. It's good for sports. It's good for people. It's good for humanity that there are some th- firsts that happen in these things, and they should be celebrated. And it's not race baiting. That's the thing that kills me. Um, just it's it's almost like the whole Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter arguments and shit, right? It's like. It's okay to to celebrate diversity. It's not an attack. It's not an attack on whatever group you represent or are a member of. You know? Now, I will say this. Yeah, nobody's going to be like, oh, white lives matter. That seems fucking weird. That, that right? Oh, this is, uh, this is the 97th time there's been two white quarterbacks. Like, we it's it's I get it and that's you know that's the whole uh well how come there's no white entertainment television okay well that's every other channel but I'll I'll say that um this this when stuff like this happens this is not an attack on white people this is not an attack on your beliefs this is representation for people that maybe didn't always have that representation and it should at least be acknowledged and let them celebrate. Let them have that moment. Let them let them f- have a seat at the table. Let them be included. What is so wrong with that? The whites have CMT. That is not white entertainment television, Tony. That's hilarious. Racists say white lives matter all the time. Okay. Well, BLM company was a scam. I don't know about that. I never said it was. I just don't think color matters. And I come from a culture where it literally doesn't. <clears throat> Again... I'll say this color doesn't matter if you're the color that's always been. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This is very important to choose the right word here. Um, color doesn't matter when it's always when your color has always been the one to be represented um, or. uh I can't think of the right word, Um, but yeah, you're right. Color doesn't matter to you and me. It never, it never has because we've never been marginalized. We've never been excluded. So uh, that's, I guess the best way I can put it. There's a word. I can't find it, Um, but yeah, that's the best way to put it. So I'm Italian, second generation born here. Okay. I'm German. Like 15th. Italians never been marginalized. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I'm not going to go down this whole path with you and derail the whole show. All I'm telling you is all I'm telling you is, is that if you sit here and try to compare the plight of Italian Americans versus African Americans in this country, that's a losing battle for you, homie. That is definitely a losing battle for you. It's just that it is not a path we need to go down, but 
Um, but I, I, you know, I just, it, it, it strikes me as odd when people can't, uh, can't just allow something like that to be discussed at least. All right. Well, I guess at the end of the day, we know six, nine is not going to watch the Isaiah factor tonight. Let's move on. I've said what I've said. You've said what you've said. You're entitled to your opinions. I think it's a fool's errand for you to try to compare the plight of Italians in this country with the plight of black people. But if that's the, if that's your jam, by all means flail about. Um, all right. Let's see. Fox has always had blacks on cops. I don't know what that means. Okay. That's just, it's get, it's going to get weird and people are going to get pissed. So come on, Barry. Everyone knows Italians and blacks have been fighting side by side for years. contradicting to say the least what is chapo what does that mean oh shit um all right it's gonna get awkward so before people start saying shit that they're you know possibly regret let's just agree to disagree on some things and move on oh sarcasm i was like wallace what (laughs) please explain to me uh okay i had a whole bunch of shit i was gonna say but it's just gonna end up poorly so let's change the subject to something um, much more um, serious. Much more serious. This man you see on your screen, that is Anthony Edwards. And Anthony Edwards wants you to know he's not getting 21 bags a week. He's not getting paid um, 21. What's a bag? Is a bag a thousand? Is a bag a thousand or ten thousand? A bag's a thousand, right? That's a stack. That's a band. That's a bag. It's all the same, right? Yeah, he's not getting uh, twenty-one thousand a week. Nay, nay, I say. This was on uh, TMZ. Uh, Anthony Edwards wants you to know twenty-one bands. It's bags though. That he eats twenty-one bags of hot fries a week. A week. Now, not the Andy Cap hot fries, by the way. Chester's fries. The Chester Cheetah Cheetos hot fries. He eats 21 bags. Oh, that's three a day. If I'm if I'm if my maths is correct. If my gazentas is working. Three bags of Chester fries, flaming hot fries things a, a day uh regardless of 10 things he can't live without during a gq interview on monday and naturally his beloved snack made the cut the best chips that were ever made i've been eating them since i was probably five years old i probably eat like three a day you do the math was that 21 bags yeah i eat that many i mean i would just sit here and be like oh that's terrible but i drink like 50 11 diet cokes a day so it's whatever he said i know y'all think it's funny up here when he talks about popeyes and all that shit uh carl anthony towns said uh that doesn't make me happy to hear what uh it says of course this might not sit well with cat remember the wolves center called out edwards for being sluggish on the court and blamed his love for popeyes chicken for his performance oh okay i mean but chips is carbs Chips or carbs, that should give you energy. That's a lot. I don't know if I could, and I love chips, don't get me wrong. 
Uh, Behannon is a tacus. Yeah, his ass has to be on fire every day. Damn, you make them sound so white. What? Make what sound so white? Um. Uh, uh, what's it called? Okay, chat. Everybody, calm down in the chat. I don't know. Like, I love ice cream, but I don't think I could eat it three times a day every day. I could for like a couple of weeks, and then I'd be like, "All right, I don't want to eat this shit no more." Um. Yeah, Tiger said, "Rip his stomach." Yeah, rest in peace to his gut. That's way too many hot fries. You know what I'm saying? I love chips. I don't think I could eat like I love. If I had to pick my favorite chips, somebody did this the other day, and I had it forever, and I was like, "That's so corny." Like it was like, pick your favorite chips, and it was like, that's such like hack radio shit that I didn't want to do. I was originally going to. I was like, no, I'm not doing that hack bullshit. Um. But, like, I think my favorite chip, if I had to pick, if I had to, like, only eat one chip the rest of my life, it'd probably be Cool Ranch Doritos. But I don't think I would want to eat them three times a day. Every day. I'd need to switch it up at some point. Like, we had Frito Pie yesterday. That shit was amazing. I love me some Fritos every now and then. I mean, I like flavored chips, but every now and then you fuck around and just eat some plain old ass Fritos, and you're like, damn, Fritos are good. Dre said Funyuns. See, oh, Dre, by the way, Nora found some new-ass Funyuns. Wavy Lay's Funyuns. That is not how you spell Funyuns, dumbass. Look at this shit, bro. She brought these on. I was like, what? Oh, that's, hold on. Hold on, Pimpin. Oh, they got them on Amazon. Look at this shit, man. You can get, you can get Lay's onions flavored. That is a game changer. Uh, Zappa's hotter than a hot jalapeno. I could eat those daily. Funyuns are flammable as hell. Are they really? Uh, I don't know much about sports, but I think that's too many chips. <laughs> Tiger said <laughs> I could be wrong. No, that's a lot of chips, but it's also just good old-fashioned carb loading. Um, I legit ate a turkey mustard sandwich with wheat thins every day for 10 years. Good Lord. Well, that won't make you fat. Uh, I burned out on Cool Ranch Doritos back in the 90s. Did you eat them a lot? I still love them. I just don't eat them every day. It's too much sports aside. Oh, sour cream and onion ruffles. Those are the jam. Not going to lie. Those are the jam. Funny how uh, non-athletes go crazy about eating habits. I mean, that does, you know, well, you have to understand, I don't compute the amount of calories that they burn. So, yeah, you, you know, I'm sure he burns a ton of calories, but you feel like, even athletes themselves, like a Tom Brady, you know what I mean? He's eating um, healthy and avocado ice cream and shit and taking care of his body. But the difference is when you're 21 or however old uh, Edwards is, yeah, you can eat whatever the fuck you want. But when you get in your 30s, then you start getting chubby and that starts affecting your performance. So it's just right now he's good. Capsule JR, uh, Tapatio Doritos are the goat. What? What the hell are Tapatio Doritos? 
I gotta Google that. I I don't know what that is. Uh, but twenty bag, twenty one bags of hot fries is entirely. What is Tapatio Doritos? I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, I bet my wife would love these. Oh yeah, my wife would love this shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. Although I will say this, like when it comes to like hot spicy chips, my wife is weird in that she won't eat like. She loves hot Cheetos. That's her jam. Hot Cheetos. That's her shit. But it's like, I wanted to buy her. I'm like, oh, look, they got hot, flaming hot lime Funyuns. And she's like, I don't want that shit. I'm like, it's the same thing. No, it's not. I got a bag of those here. The kids love them. Nice. Although that sounds super creepy, uh, uh, heartthrob. You're like, I got, a bag of the, I got a bag of those in the van. The kids love them. I'm sorry, what? Hey, kids, uh, you want some free chips? Walking tacos with Tapatia Doritos. Oh, my God, I need that now. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, every time I come to America, those are an automatic. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what hits? Some ruffles and onion dip. Oh, no, fam. I mean, it does. It does. Ruffles, just plain, regular old ruffles and onion dip hits. I'm going to tell you all something I do. Some of y'all are going to say this is gross. I don't give a shit. Uh, you eat what you eat. I eat what I eat. Suck it. Um, I, I will get a bag of regular plain Lay's or um, even just a regular old plain Ruffles. And if we have sour cream in the house, I'll just do that. I'll just go straight up, dipping the chips in the sour cream, like it's like it's a like it's a ranch or like it's a, a onion dip or a French onion dip or whatever. Yeah, just pow, just straight plain lays and sour cream. Oh, 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 it's so good. Barry, have you ever made mashed potatoes with chips? I have. N- uh you know what? I no, I tried to make an omelet one time. I tried to make a um an omelet, not mashed potatoes, but I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. Oh, Alan said that's old school. Is it? Is it? Is that an old school thing? I just I don't know who got me hooked on that, but mm, man. Lay's dill pickle chips slap. No. No. That sounds awful. I don't know how y'all do that. Some motherfuckers out here drinking pickle juice. That's weird. Um, yeah, just sour cream and plain chips. I dig it. I can, I can eat that all the time. It's good shit, but I do got to switch it up. There's no way I could eat the same thing three times a day, every day of the week, except for like maybe Reese's peanut butter cups. Even then I'd probably have to switch it up. Mustard on a plain potato chip is pretty good. Who was it that tried to talk me into doing something like that? I forget what it was. Oh, somebody told me to put mustard on popcorn. And I did. It wasn't bad. It actually wasn't bad. Uh, I drink pickle juice to hydrate in spring training. Yeah. So gross. It's. Uh, I mean, I get why. Just, bro, just get an IV. <laughs> like, God. I love all things pickled, but I hate pickle chips. Uh, I'm not a big... I don't mind eating pickles. I don't like fried pickles. It's, I mean, uh, if, you, if you smother them with ranch, I could do that. Um, 
I am a uh, wait. My mom burnt me out on pickles before I was born. Oh my. Uh, pickle juice for cramps. Yeah, you can do pickle juice for cramps, but you can. But yeah, it's a good hydration too because the sodium and stuff. Or just get a Gatorade. All right. Um, still no news on D'Amico Ryan's. Let's talk about that for a second, chat. Would you be happy with D'Amico Ryan's as the next head coach of the Houston Texans? Would that are you are you satisfied? Would you go back to games? Would you buy their jerseys and merchandise? Would you uh, is all forgiven if they go and get D'Amico Ryan's? I've saw I've seen some people on Twitter and on social media like, man, if the Texans hire D'Amico Ryan's, then I'll go back to I'll go back to games. Um, I will. I all is forgiven. Is that where you stand? Are you good with that? Um, I don't know if I would, if, if I could just be that. Yeah. Okay. I'll go back. I mean, like you can hire D'Amico Ryan's and I'll be like, okay, maybe that's a step in the right direction. But you know, it was kind of like I said, I would never watch another game until they fired Bill O'Brien. And then they did. And then I was like, well, you know what? They, I don't, they need to fire Jack Easterby, right? Like there's, there's some things you just need to do. Like, you know, fire Bill O'Brien, fire Jack Easterby, Cal McNair sells the team. All all these things, you know, would get me back in. in. So, um, I don't know. D'Amico Ryan's, how long has he been uh, uh, the defensive coordinator in San Francisco? One year? Is that a, is that enough? Is that enough? Has he proven himself enough? Uh, let's see. Let me pull up his his uh, thing here. Chrome resize. By the way, mom, I saw your thing about pickle juice and chicken. I'm I'm gonna address that in just a second. Here we go. Domingo Ryan's coaching uh, career highlights, career NFL stats, career history. Uh, yeah, so he was, as a coach, he was the defensive quality control coach in 2017. He was the inside linebacker coach in 2018 through 2020. He became the defensive coordinator in 2021. So two years, two years as the DC, um, this year and last year. And, uh, what was his, what was their defensive ranking? Let's, uh, let's figure it out. Let me. Pull up ESPN. Uh, nope. YouTube. Nope. Not YouTube. Stupid ass. You want ESPN? Why did you hit YouTube? Okay. ESPN. Let's just go look at defensive points allowed for his two years as a coordinator. Kind of like we did with Kellen Moore and the offense. Let's see stats. All right. And team. Boop. Points per game. That's uh, regular season. So he was twenty. What I say? 20 what? 2021 when he took over? Yeah, so 2021 and 2022. So 2021 regular season. San Francisco was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10th in uh, points allowed in the NFL. 10th. Which, I mean, 21.4, 21.1, 21.5, pretty close. Uh, But nonetheless, they were 10th in points allowed. Um, Rushing yards per game, they were 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th. 
Passing yards per game, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's pretty good. It's really good. And we know what they are this year. Uh, this year, regular season, they were, mm, they gave up quite a bit on the ground. 229 through the air and uh, 77 yards rushing and 16 points a game. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. But that's two years. Is that enough time? Is that enough time to prove yourself worthy of having the keys to a franchise turned over to you? I don't know. And that's what concerns me a little bit is I know he's the hot name, but remember, remember this. And I'll just say this. I I still think you kind of have to, at this point, it's been so hyped up by the media and everybody's clamoring for it. and, And, People online are like, I want D'Amico Ryans because that's what the media people are saying and other football players are saying. So they jump on board and think it's a good idea. I'm kind of indifferent. Like, cool if D'Amico Ryans is the head coach. I think you could have done worse, but I think you also could have done better, probably. Um, Oh, that's a good question, Alex. We're going to look at that next. We'll see. Um, But my... You know... Oh, fuck. I was going to make a point. What the hell was my point? And then I read Alex's message and I forgot my point about D'Amico Ryans. Ah, my point. You remember not just a few years ago, everyone was clamoring for Byron Leftwich to be the offensive coordinator or to be the next head coach of the Texas. Why is Eric Bieniemy or, or Leftwich should be the guy? Look, 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 look what they've done. And now Leftwich. Doesn't even have a job as an OC. There were people saying Kellen Moore was being considered for head coaching jobs. He just got let go by the Cowboys. Picked up again by the Chargers. It's amazing how that happens, right? It's amazing how sexy these names are. And then it's like these names just start eating uh, chips three times a day and get fat. And they're not sexy anymore. Byron Leftwich just let let himself go. Uh, Brock Purdy tore his AC, uh, UCL. Oh, he's out six months. Damn. Hey, what's up, Ivan? Good to see you, Holmes. Good to see you, pimp. Um, Mike McCarthy, coach of the year, overcome a bad QB and an OC that's uh, allegedly holding the team back. Shut up. Um, I had a bacon bit, sour cream, and shredded cheese. To what? Anytime you add that, that sounds good. Now I will say this: my mother said something in the chat. Jenny said, "Oh, um." Chicken and pickle juice. That's what it was. Chicken and pickle juice. She said right there. Chicken marinated and pickle juice is the best. Yeah, that's a brine. Oh, my God. It's the only way to make a good chicken. In fact, I think that's Chick-fil-A's secret is that they marinate uh, all of their chicken in a brine, in a in a pickle juice brine. And I did that not too long ago. I went out and bought a big-ass jar of pickles, poured all the juice in a bowl, threw a bunch of chicken thighs in there, and let it sit for like, you can let it sit for up to 24 hours in the pickle brine. But, man, it makes it so juicy, and the salt kind of, like, penetrates the chicken, which sounds so sexual. Oh, man, I love when stuff penetrates my chicken. But it really does make it good. So listen to Jenny's mom. All right, Titan Hugo said, so there are Texans fans who buy tickets to watch a coach. No. That's a great point. Well, should you go? Well, I tell you what, when your coach is ass, people stop going. So directly, no, but as part of a foundation of moving the franchise in a a right direction, maybe, 
you hire D'Amico Ryans, I promise you uh, season ticket sales are going to go back up. There's no doubt about it because that's how fans react. Oh, we got D'Amico Ryans? I'm excited. This is how it works. So, yeah, in a way, I guess there are. Who's your coach of the year, Matthew wants to know? Uh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, 6 uh, 9 said they should go after Brian Flores. I, I think after the whole Tua thing, though, he's kind of damaged goods. I don't think people want a guy who is trying to get rid of Tua, and then Mike McDaniel goes in and lights the world on fire with Tua. It made him look bad. It made him look like he didn't know what he's doing. Who's your coach of the year? That's a really good question, Matthew. Honestly, man, it would either it would either have to be uh, Doug Peterson, um, uh, 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 Dan Campbell, or Mike Tomlin. I think one of those three. And I don't know that you can give it to Mike Tomlin simply because he went nine and eight. That's not coach of the year material, um, but it does speak volumes about his ability. Dan Campbell didn't make the playoffs. But he was so close, and he took one of the worst teams in football from year one or last year to this year and made them good, not even respectable, but good. And the same is true with Doug Peterson in uh, Jacksonville, but they made the playoffs, and they won that division, and no one expected that. So I think I got to go Doug Peterson as my coach of the year. You guys might disagree with that, but that's okay. That's That's the beautiful thing about this is it gives us stuff to talk about. So, Mary, you don't eat your mother's chicken. Yeah, absolutely. My mom makes great fried chicken. Wonderful fried chicken. Oh, yeah. Jenny Jenny could throw down on some fried chicken. Fried chicken and chicken and dumplings. That's, uh, she could throw down for sure. Uh, all right, Ivan, I see you, buddy. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. Uh, Dick Willie said, Pro Football Talk one minute ago reported D'Amico Ryans tells the Broncos he's not interested in their head coaching job since he's expected to become the Texans head coach. Okay, yeah, not a not a huge deal, not a big surprise there. Um, there's food talk that we're not doing that, or I'm not. Y'all can uh, definitely minded uh, defensive minded head coach and rookie starting QB is a recipe for disaster. Better get a solid OC. I don't know. I was trying to think of the last how many new coaches, right? First time head coaches. How many of them have been offensive versus defensive and what was their success rate? Now, not that that's fair to compare because you factor in so much, right? Like who their staff was, what talent did they have on the team already? But I'd be curious if there was some sort of, and I bet you Dick Willie could find out. He's our numbers, our resident numbers guru now. Um, But I'd be curious to see how it breaks down. Right. What are the success of defensive uh, first time defensive coordinators or defensive minded head coaches that become first time head coaches after being a coordinator versus offensive? Hey, what's up, Lord Jay? Good to see you, fam. Thanks for being here. Uh, I lost my ass yesterday. Yeah, I did. I, I did. All right. I did. All right. I did. All right, Jen. I'm sorry you lost, though. Uh, Ryan sells Broncos. He's not interested. Yep. Saw that. Uh, hot take next season. Trey Lance will be an MVP contender. Ha, 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 ha. I laugh in your face. I fight in your general direction. No, Trey Lance ain't never going to be an MVP fam. Go ahead and mark that down. Somebody clip that. I'm going to tell you right now. Trey Lance is not going to be an MVP. Do you know why? One, I don't think he has the skill set. Two, the man can't stay healthy. That's the problem. 
The man cannot stay healthy. You got to be on the field to win MVP, fam. And he's not even going to be the, the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. Now, he might go somewhere else, but it ain't going to be in San Fran. I don't believe that. Um, I think I think this is Brock Purdy's team now. I, I you know, I think, but I could be wrong. Um, I use Italian dressing. Yeah, Italian dressing is good. That's also another good marinade. But I'm telling you, Perry, try that pickle juice, fam. Try that pickle juice. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, it's so good. Dick Willie said, uh, "Bro, get out of here. How many ex Titans you got coaching?" Ouch. Uh, uh, my prop bets failed miserably. What'd you, what'd you do, Jen? I was going to do some prop bets, and then I got scared away. I got scared away. Tomlin's the GOAT, yes. Uh, Defensive-minded head coach and rookie QB. That's literally Mike Tomlin. No, 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 no. But they're saying, like, first time. First time, I think. First time. Because uh, Tomlin, you know, he's got so much experience that it's it's a it's a big difference. Alex uh, can definitely uh, put Matt Patricia on the cons list. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a guy. Hey, what's up, Lord J? Um, good point, Hugo. No votes for Shanahan. He went through three QBs in the regular season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brian Dabble is a good one too in New York. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not my guy. The Giants had some talent. Um, what was their record last year? Let's go to standings from last year. Let's just take a gander at this real fast. 2021. Mm, oh, well, they were 4-13. and 13. Mm, ah, mm, ah, 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 ah. Jacksonville was 3-14. Uh, Detroit, Detroit was three thirteen and one. And I'm I'm not saying Dabble is not a good candidate. I just I like what Doug Peterson did, <clears throat> um, especially when you consider what was there before. Urban Meyer had that all discombobulated. So, uh, the Giants laid a massive egg in the playoffs. Like didn't even compete. Yeah, but that's not that's not that doesn't count for um. Uh, 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 coach of the year. Coach of the year is a regular season award. They don't they don't do those awards for the postseason. So it doesn't matter what they did in the playoffs. The fact is what he did with the Giants, so, which was damn impressive. Don't get me wrong. The fact that he made Daniel Jones uh, seem respectable, Saquon Barkley helped a lot. But um, yeah, I Philly defense line is going to feast. Probably so, Cam. Uh, I, I probably so. The, the Chiefs, uh, with two reasons. One, with Mahomes being hobbled. But two, the Chiefs' O-line just didn't look great, even against the Bengals. But the Bengals are really good up front. DJ Reader, I, I mentioned this much yesterday when I did ESPN Radio uh, yesterday morning here in Houston. But uh, once DJ Reader left the Texans, he has been balling out of control up there in Cincy. That whole front four, that front seven, really, uh, and Cincinnati is really, really good. Um, so they gave they gave they gave them fits, right? Um, and I think Philly obviously is a much better front seven than Cincy. Mahomes has two weeks to get healthy, uh, Cam. So we're gonna see how it goes. Um, 
I don't think you get over a high ankle sprain in two weeks. And that that that's going to be interesting. But again, I think uh, you know Patrick Mahomes has proven it. With you know, I brought it up earlier in the show. I know you just got here, but brought it up earlier in the show, dude. Even when he had to be a pocket passer with turf toe, he was able to do that with no problem. Of course, they lost the Super Bowl that season. But uh, Dick Willis, uh, Barry, everyone below Brian let walk did better in the NFL. True, true, true. Everybody that left the Texans organization and went somewhere else excelled when they left. Mm-hmm. Except J.J. Watt. He's the only one. Uh, Castle are no sympathy votes for Shanahan. Not everyone's fault. You can't protect your quarterback. Uh, covering Hassan Riddick with a tight end. Get what you deserve. Yeah, I, look. It's a great system, right? But I think the bread and butter for that team was the defense. So, I think that's partly why I wouldn't. I just think, I mean, to me, what Doug Peterson did with the Jags is not get, getting Christian Kirk and spending some money on the defensive side of the ball. That all helped too, but I don't know. That's my guy. He made the playoffs, Right. I mean, Cincinnati was, I mean, uh, uh, San Fran was good. The Giants were not, but the Giants still had some talent. Like, name me a superstar, uh, like, next level. Like, Saquon Barkley. You can name some folks on the defensive side of the ball for the Giants. I don't, the Jags kind of were like the Texans. They just, no talent. Now, they went out and got some, but you had to coach that up. I haven't said it's the AFC South, though. What does that have to do with anything? give a shit i mean that you play your schedule i mean the, the fact that they were three and seven and made the that's a damn good coaching job that's a damn good coaching job literally any team could have made the playoffs no not literally not literally because literally every team did not uh the culture supposed to be really good and didn't uh, where'd it go? 2021, 2022. They went from three and th- 13 to nine and eight, made the playoffs. Uh, and they were three and seven. Yeah. Let's see. Who else? Who else could be? No, not, not Buffalo. I mean, Mike McDaniel could probably deserve some consideration, but with Tua getting hurt, it kind of, it kind of killed them. Um, yeah, there's a ton of deserving candidates. I tell you what, there's there's probably let's see, let's let's name all the teams whose head coaches probably deserve at least consideration. Uh we'll go through the we'll go through the list here. How many candidates should be at least considered? Uh, let's see. Uh I'll say I'll say right now, Miami, yes. Uh, I don't know about the Jets because they kind of faded. So Miami, yes. Pittsburgh, yes. Jacksonville, yes. Um, Philly, the Giants, that's five. Um, Detroit, that's six. None of those. San Fran, that's seven. There's seven head coaches that I think legitimately could be considered for that award. A stiff competition. And I'm telling you, chat, every somebody in this chat, everyone in this chat could make a argument, right? I mean, in San Francisco, you could talk about the quarterback injuries. Um and brr, who else do we have here? In in uh in New York for the Giants, you could talk about 
you know, how bad they were last year versus making the playoffs this year in a really good division. Same thing with the Eagles winning a really good division, being the number one seed in the NFC after very few people thought you would see that kind of turnaround. Uh, Jacksonville making the playoffs after being one of the worst teams in football last year. Mike Tomlin having another winning season with basically scraps, right? Uh, the Dolphins doing what uh, Mike McDaniel doing what he did with Tua after everybody had written him off and and you know so um there's some really good candidates out there really and uh, you can make your case for all of them and I wouldn't tell you if any one of those names oh and I forgot uh, Detroit and what Dan Campbell did any one of those names. Uh, you could make a case for, and I wouldn't be pissed if any one of those names won Coach of the Year. I really wouldn't. Is there a name out there? I mean, if they give it to somebody like Bill Belichick, well, oh, shut up. No. Right? Like, I mean, no. And that Philly roster is stacked, though. If you couldn't coach that team to a playoff berth, you might suck. Pete Carroll? Actually, that's a really good one, too. I don't know if I'd be pissed that Pete Carroll made it. Like, Everyone thought that that team was rebuilding. That's a really good one, Ivan. I shouldn't have slept on them. Well done. 6ix9ine said to his cryptic tweet that he retires this offseason. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Um, Cap said Doug Peterson gets my vote. Huge improvement over dysfunction with Urban. Thank you. The one intelligent person in the chat that agrees with me. And I don't really like his cow-chewing ass butt. Look at what they did. Look what he did with Geno Smith. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right, Ivan. Throw that name on the list. Throw it on the list. Now, they didn't, you know, it wasn't an overwhelming, but a lot of those teams weren't overwhelming, but did way better than they were supposed to. Uh, Dick Willie said Purdy has a complete tear. Yeah, somebody mentioned that in the chat earlier. Super sucks. NFC West was weaker, but that doesn't matter. Like, I'm not going to hold that against a coach. Because they played in a weak division. That ain't your fault. The other teams suck. Nobody had a problem giving Bill Belichick fucking coach of the decade. He played that. The AFC East was absolute garbage for the entire run of the Patriots. No one ever said a damn thing about that. Um, Was that his tweet? Really? Apparently, Tua tweeted out, when one chapter ends, another begins. Proud of this last one. Excited for the next one. Maybe he's just talking about the uh, the the season. I don't know. Maybe he's going to get traded. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that is kind of cryptic. I hate when they do that shit. Because then everybody's like, what does that mean? What does that mean? I mean, I'm look, I'm guilty of that, too. I'm not going to lie. I'm totally guilty of it. Who amongst us doesn't send out some emo bullshit? Hey, Sean, thank you for the resub, buddy. I'm sorry I missed that like a freaking hour ago. I'm such a dick. Uh, But thank you for 11 months, man. I don't know if you know this, Sean, but 11 months, that's almost a year. You're welcome. I think he's going to retire and become a coach, says Rudy Rod. Tua? Really? No. Uh, Ivan says I'm about to give a timeout to to Total Dallas for Philly. Give the award to the GM. I ain't that listen. That dude has put together a hell of a roster. So, um, yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't be a that wouldn't be terrible if they did. What was I looking for? 
something. Oh, I brought up the cap earlier uh, with the cap change. They're going to increase it by 16.6 million. The Bears are projected to have the most salary cap space with 91 million. While the Saints have the least with 58. Sorry, Saints. Sorry, Perry. Um, so two ends up like Andrew Luck retiring early. I guess, I mean, let's be honest. I guess what makes the most sense, obviously, and this is Captain Obvious here, but I guess what makes the most sense is the fact that, you know, he has uh, all of the, uh, what's it called? Concussions. Yeah, that's right, Rudy. Yeah, the concussions that he's had and, and, and all in this season. And I think when you look at it, probably as a, just as a human being, you have to think, you know what? Is this worth it? Do I want to do I want to have get CTE? Do I want to, you know, be mentally uh deficient as I get older, physically broken down? Like I could see pondering that. And maybe he's already made the decision. But that wouldn't surprise me, man. He had a rough year. And what's crazy is the year that he did have when he was on the field, when he was playing and wasn't getting concussed, it was so impressive because of what Mike McDaniel kind of did with him and stuff. And it was like, oh, my God, did did you just resurrect your career? Or did Mike McDaniel resurrect your career? And then he had the unfortunate incident with all the concussions, so. Um, that would suck. That would suck if he does, but it's going to make things interesting. A lot of quarterbacks would love to go play in Miami with Mike McDaniel, considering what he did with Tua. So maybe so Jared Taylor Brady to Miami. My wife isn't the sportiest. Yeah. Brady's not going to Miami. Um, supposed to be higher than 91. I had heard around 115 million. Well, that was according to over the cap.com. Um, to play QB in the NFL, yes. Uh, hey, Barry, have you seen The Last of Us on HBO? No, booty clappers, I have not. And I do want to see it. I just haven't, I don't have time as of late to watch TV. Sometimes what I'll do late at night when I'm working is I'll put on like a, a stand-up special and kind of half listen while I try to get shit done. But man, I have not sat down and watched, um... The Last of Us, I want to watch the new Witcher series, the origin of the Witchers, or the Witcher. I mean, it was a Blood Origin, I think it's called. I need to watch that. There's some movies that I want to watch. There's a lot of shit I need to catch up on and watch. There's about to be another Mandalorian that drops soon, so I'm way behind. But no, I want to see The Last of Us. I've heard nothing but great things about it. And I, I played the video game, so yeah, I want to, I want to get to that. Uh, Brady wouldn't fit that system too much QB motion. Ah, come on. You telling me Mike McDaniel couldn't figure out a system for Tom Brady? Come on. Witcher Origin is badass. Yeah, I need to watch that. ESPN has the Giants as a landing spot for Brady. Do you believe the rumors of the Bears? Hey, what's up? Uh, show me your TDs. Do you believe the rumors of Bears entertaining trades for fields? Yes, I do. I absolutely do. I do indeed. Um, I believe that because... I've said this over and over, man, a thousand times on this show, and I think I think some people think this way. 
and rightfully so. I think it's the right process. Do we think we can win a Super Bowl with this cat? Uh, Justin Fields had a great year, all things considered, right? Especially when you consider his previous um, performances. Even with him playing well, they were just bad. And I, I think that he is he is still an awful passer. And I, I know Mark G and some of the other Bears fans are going to tell me, oh, but mm, no. I mean, the kid can absolutely run. There's no doubt about that. He is a dangerous, dangerous man with the ball in his hands running. But you don't have to respect him as a thrower. Look at his numbers. They were awful. He is not a good uh, passing quarterback, period. You know, and I do I think he could end up like Lamar or, um, I don't know, Jalen Hurts or maybe even a Tua where he kind of, where did this come from? Look how great he is. I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a, 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 a evaluator of talent like that at that level, but just watching him, you know, you could watch Lamar Jackson, and I always said Lamar Jackson throws a beautiful ball. I always thought that. So it was like, I felt like Lamar could be a complete quarterback. He just needed, you know, some some tweaking in the right coordinator and the right person working with him. And that was kind of proven to be the case with Jalen Hurts and proven to be the case with Tua. Would that be the case? And even golf and uh, uh, Matthew Stafford, for goodness sake. Now, would that be the case with, with Justin Fields? I don't know. I don't think so. But that's just me. So. Uh, I think the Bears' ability to score is great, but they can't stop people from scoring. Yeah, even then, I don't. I mean, Justin Fields is so one-dimensional. If I'm the Bears and I can get Bryce Young, and I think that he is a upgrade at the position, and I can pick up some picks. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm, I'm gonna do that. The question becomes: What's the market for Justin Fields? How many How many teams are desperate enough and and clamoring for a, a run-heavy quarterback? I don't know if there's a big market for it. I don't know. Mark said, I'll tell you right now that Fields isn't going anywhere from paying attention to Chicago sports. He is their guy. Okay. Uh, that's, I think that's foolish, but okay. But I, I would see them considering it. You might believe that, but you know what? They said the same thing about Russ in uh, Seattle. Russ ain't going anywhere. And then there was the rumors and the, you know, you never know. You never know unless, unless you have, unless you know someone in the organization, Mark, or unless you know someone that's friends with, um, you know, the GM, be careful. You just never know what's going on behind closed doors. What does this say? Draft all defense like Wade. If D'Amico wants to. One, J.J. Watt. Two, Brooks Reed. Three, Brandon Harris. Four, Rock Carmichael. Shiloh Kia. Wow. T.J. Yates. Derek Newton. Uh, Cheddar uh, Ozogwu. I said that wrong. Um, No. Don't do that. Air Russ in Denver is like Big Ben circa 2008. Probably. Thank you, Flip. I appreciate you, buddy. Why isn't there a beer in your hand, Barry? Uh, Because there's a sparkling cherry limeade water in my hand instead. Cause it's good for you. Um, it'll be interesting, but I don't think like a, the the Texans having the number two pick now. It, it almost is like eh, not as bad 
uh, for them if D'Amico Ryan's is their head coach. Because yeah, I think they're going to take a a defensive, uh, uh, a, a a legit pass rusher for sure. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm no expert. And I don't have any insight on that, but I would feel like D'Amico Ryan's would want a defensive guy. Eagles team is real good. Breaking news, folks. You heard it here first. This just in to uh, Barry on Deck headquarters. I am being told by my producer, uh, Cam Carter, in my ear that the Eagles are good. Uh, I cannot. I'm I'm sorry, folks. Uh, yep. I am. Yes. Uh, Cam Carter, once again, confirming in my ear. Uh, now, sources are saying these are now we, we haven't confirmed this. We are efforting. We are efforting. Um, we are efforting to to confirm. But producer Cam Carter uh, has said that uh, sources on the inside are saying that uh, the one of the two teams in the Super Bowl is pretty good. It's fucking with you, Cam. <laughs> Nasty Nate. Good call, Cam. <laughs> uh, also, uh, I'm being told in my ear, Cam, letting me know. Um, that water is wet. Okay, got it. And, um, oh shit! Breaking news, folks. Uh, serious this time. Just just wanted to break in before we do the outro. Uh, I am being told by Cam Carter in my ear um, that snacks are delicious. Let's get out of here. Hey, I appreciate you guys hanging out with me. Uh, thank you so much. Fun times today. Thank you to my pal Kyle King for the raid. That was dope. Good times. Thank you to the Kingsman for coming in and saying hi and hanging out. Thank you to all of you for hanging out with me today. Um, good discussions today. I dug it. Good, dis- good discussions. We had some dissenting opinions and viewpoints in the chat and we argued and we agreed on some stuff we disagreed on some stuff uh i love these kind of shows man i want this to be an environment where everyone can have their opinion and be wrong if they don't agree with me i think it's great i know perry you know what pisses me off the most perry is i could not think i burned water as wet and I could not think of anything to use. That's why I was like, snacks are delicious. I got to go. I wanted to do another water is wet version, but I couldn't. Hey, Mickey, uh, Boo-Boo, thank you so much. It was great to see you uh, Saturday. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Thank you, Jared. Thank you. Um, uh, everybody that said great show. Appreciate that. Thank you for the kind words. Cam said Eagles by a million. Put your money where your mouth is, pimp. All right, guys and gals, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Hey, if you live in Houston, Texas, <laughs> Perry said, motherfucker got me. I know, I'm so mad I didn't have a good one either. Um, if you live in Houston, Texas, uh, tune in to the Isaiah Factor tonight. It starts at uh, 1030 on Fox 26. I'll be on talking. Apparently, I'll be talking about two topics, uh, having two African-American quarterbacks in the Super Bowl and a possible new coach for the Texans. Do we think D'Amico Ryans will be a good fit? That's the questions they're going to ask. So if you don't watch tonight, all good. I'll see you tomorrow. Come hang out with me again. We start at 2 o'clock. All right, bitch, 210. We started, okay. We started at 2 o'clock. We go until 5. 
What do you want from me? I love you guys. Do me three favors before I see you tomorrow. Be safe. Be kind. And most important, love each other. See you tomorrow. Bye. All right, who are we raiding? Are we raiding anybody? Do we have a raid? Who's on? Graham Pooh Bear. Becca GD68. I am Trevor May. Danielle Free. Who's Trevor May? Oh, that's the baseball player. Let's go raid him. Yeah, let's raid I am Trevor May. He's playing Minecraft. There we go. 17 of you. Come on, there's 45? Or no. There's 38 of you. There we go. 24. Come on, go. Let's go hang out with a baseball player. Bye, guys. Raid. <laughs> And he's making a YouTube video!